Greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy and the host of the most listened to, the most talked about, and the most popular podcast of its kind. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, the Ian Malcolm to my Alan Grant, Sir Christopher. Life uh, finds a way. That's right, gang. Against my better judgment, we are recording today's show from Isla Nublar, otherwise known as Site A of the original Jurassic Park, the world's first theme park to feature live dinosaurs, and America's second deadliest theme park behind Disney World. Damn Pirates of the Caribbean eating the tourists. Of course, the park was met with disaster before it even opened. The electric fences failed and the animals broke free. Mm. All of the park personnel were either eaten or evacuated, mm. which is what I'm thinking we should be doing right now. Evacuating, not being eaten. What are you worried about, Jay? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe the fact that we're on an island where everything that lives here can either trample us or eat us or both. <laughs> nah. Not with the handy-dandy shelter I just rigged up for us, complete with its own high-voltage barrier. We'll be safe if any of those Jurassic jerks decide if they want to eat from the old Chris and Jay buffet. See? Kentucky Fried Fossils. Easy peasy. Come to think of it, what a great idea for a fast food chain. Imagine the size of the chicken wings you can make from one of those suckers. You heard it here first, folks. Kentucky Fried Fossils by the Justice Nerds Podcast. Boom! Trademark. Slap that on a Happy Meal. I don't think that's how trademarking works. Oh, Jay. Jay, Jay, Jay. How little you understand about Jurassic law. Jurassic what? Anyway, we've got a great show for you. We'll be talking about the conclusion of Doomsday Clock, some of the hot trailers that dropped over the Christmas break, and we're going to review some of the new DC multiverse figures by McFarlane Toys. So, hold on to your amber balls and put those binoculars down because they're heavy and thus expensive because you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy. Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere ever. The Just Us Nerds podcast. Oh yeah. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. I'm just really happy we found, like, money in the budget for us to actually travel. Well, it's a new fiscal year. Oh. So, new new, right, new, right. new fiscal year, yeah, new, yeah, yeah. new rules. So. Andy, Andy told us we could spend money. Uh, exactly. All right. Yes, All absolutely. Right. Who told us we could spend money? Andy, our accountant. And, oh, Andy. And Andy, yes. Love Andy. I'm sorry, Andy. I, I uh, New guy, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. had to get him this year because the other guy was, like, <laughs> embezzling. That's why we couldn't afford things. Bastard. Next thing you know, you can't afford pens and pencils. Sons of bitches. So we have a great season plan. We're what is this? Season four? Are we in season four? Our, our senior year? Buddy! Senior year. Wait, wait. We're just gonna keep staying senior. Like we're gonna be that, you know. I, I don't I don't know what we do. We're gonna be we're gonna be Polly Shore. <laughs> we're gonna be Matthew McConaughey uh in Dazed and Confused. You'd be a lot cooler if you did. 
That's what I like about college girls. I keep getting older and they, they stay, stay the same, same age. age. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we have got just a jam-packed show. So we got to jump right into it. We yeah, gotta, guys. We, we got to go into. Uh, we got to start with what you're reading first. All right. Yeah, let's do it. I, I got sort of the. Let's start with the main course, and then we'll just you know. Yeah, we'll kind of do a little brainchild. Do little giblets, you know, after little the raptor giblets Ooh. to go after your Kentucky. They fried are fossils. tasty. Um, so doomsday clock. Number twelve. This this finally dropped. Yes, uh, we are uh, two years post uh, the first release. Uh, can you believe this? Doomsday Clock number one was released November twenty second, two thousand and seventeen. Seriously, two years ago. Seriously, um, of course the writers and artists, the the very uh, talented Jeff Johns. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I mean, writer and l- l- lately. Jeff Johns has just been hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. So. He he is. I, I really love his writing. He's done fantastic stuff on Green Lantern, and I, I'm actually surprised with some of the the new duties that he's had. <laughs> you oh, said duties. I know. I know duties. Anyway, um, it's our so- it's our senior year, and we're still you know we're still at freshman <laughs> level humor. <laughs> All right, keep keeping it fresh. Right, anyway. anyway. Um, and and then uh, the uh, the very talented Gary Frank, who's just I love his artwork. No, and and we've, beautiful, we've, we've discussed artwork. it obviously because we've talked about this series a bunch. But you know what I love is he does his own style, but he really encompasses like the original Watchmen style, and the you know he's really tried to pull the DC universe into that world. But it's kind of neat because of the the color schemes and how everything kind of fit. And I I loved it. There's no doubt about it that the Watchmen series, it's a feast for the eyes. There's just, there's so much to look at. So you can probably pick this up now uh, in your local comic shop. It's been out now for about a month uh, for $5.99, or you can go to Comixology. If you you want a subscription, you can actually get a a bit of a discount. Oh, nice. So what what's the deal with this? This this is it. This is the big this showdown. Is it. This is it. This is in in this corner, weighing in at one hundred and ninety pounds, the Man of Steel, Superman. <sighs> and in this corner, buck naked and blue, weighing in at two hundred pounds, Doctor Manhattan. <sighs> and they don't end up fighting. Sorry. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> to be honest, they're both intellectuals. Spoiler. They're both intellectuals. I mean, they're going to sit there and look at each other. I, you know, by the way, I want to say y- you have you have ruined, 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 ruined any Watchmen comics that I read. I'm sorry. And, and what we'll, did I? What we'll, did I do? How we'll did talk I, about it in mind, but we'll talk about this. All right. So anytime, yes. like that. Dr. Manhattan is in a panel or anything, and he's talking. Like, literally, I just hear the organ music in the background, and I and I hear him. If know. by ruined you mean made awesome, well, then well, you're yeah, welcome. Yeah, I agree. But the thing is, like, I, every time, like, I'm like, and I'm like, and, and I, I start, I'm, I'm literally laying in bed reading this, and I start giggling. You're welcome, Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always happy when I can give you the giggles. Yeah, so thanks. Um, so so yeah, they don't end up fighting. So, uh, but that makes sense. So when when we last, le- I, I I feel like you know again, this is one of my complaints. When we last uh, last off, we need like the X Men, the announcer for the X Men cartoon. Previously on the X Men, no, but in this sh- one, previously shit. on Doomsday Clock, right? Yeah. No shit. I mean, because it's been there's been so many gaps. It's been one of my my complaints. I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Right? Is that this this thing was supposed to be a monthly 
comic yeah. that started in 2017. Yeah, and it's just, and why, why do you think it's been taking them so long? Uh, honestly, I think because of it might have been Gary Frank's artwork. Um, <laughs> so it's beautiful, but you took a long goddamn <laughs> time. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you not work this faster for me? But anyway, I'm sorry. we got to keep going. Um, I, I yeah. Just so when we last left off, last son of Krypton, he's being attacked by the combined forces of Black Adam's metahuman army. Yeah. And then the Russian metahumans. Now, the Russian metahumans, if you remember, they want to— Captain Borscht. They want— Exactly, and uh, also giant brown bear. Yeah, yeah. That's kind they of they, they want to they want to bring him in uh, for the incident that happened in Moscow involving Firestorm. If right, you remember right. All those people. Firestorm melted they, all those people. They, well, they turned were, to stone. They, they turned him into yeah, turned him into glass. That's right. That's um, why it was glass. Well, I knew no, it was something. I and I don't know that it was Firestorm actually that turned them into glass. It, uh, anyway, eh. we, we got to move on. Yeah, keep going. Uh, and honestly, I can't remember why Black Adam is pissed off as Superman. And Well, let's be honest anyway. Black Adam's normally pissed off at everybody, so I think they just pointed him in a direction. But there's been such a gap between these issues that it's hard to keep straight. So Wait you have issues with the issues. I have issues with the issues. Why is he mad at him again? Once again. I, I don't understand. Yeah. So, uh, so Superman is just... He's getting his clock cleaned by both of these folks, and then he runs into Dr. Manhattan. So if you want to read this story, uh, and without spoilers, go ahead and fast forward, because from here on out, it's going to be some yeah, major, major stories. Uh, spoilers of the story. Yeah. So we don't get our big fight between Superman but and Dr. Once again, Manhattan, like I said, but I, that was never going to happen. I figured that wasn't going to happen. They're both intellectuals. They would rather use their words than their fists. Exactly. Precisely. Or and, and not to mention... Maybe he didn't want to fight a guy with his wiener hanging out. <laughs> that just wouldn't be fair. <laughs> you know, Put some of, clothes on, sir. You know, it's kind of weird. It, it, but honestly, it just it would not have been a fight at all. Because when you see that scene in, I think it was 11, Doomsday Clock 11, where Manhattan just totally owns basically every DC superhero. Well, another thing, he too. Would have, he would have just, he could have exploded Superman. Don't you Let's remember the Vietnam War? He literally turned into this, like, 40 to 50 foot tall giant and started walking across and any Viet Cong that came in, he just raised his hand and they just turned to goo. Boom. Yeah. And it came to the point where the old Viet Cong were laying down their rifles and bowing to this blue wiener god because (laughs) he will destroy them. And that's the thing. Like, I think Superman realized, like, okay, well, I can't fight this guy. And it it wasn't even that so much. And and true true to his word, Jeff Johns had said in interviews that this story was not just an excuse to throw Put the them to- together. Yeah, throw the yeah. toys together and watch them fight. So, the con- <laughs> I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. Let them fight. I want to throw the toys together. I mean, I used to do it all the time. So the conclusion of this story, yeah. you know, we see everybody's happy. We see the return of the JSA. So Whoa. one of the one of the changes in the new Fifty Two was that there was no right. JSA. They never existed. They, they never existed. Well, but but then they had members of the JSA with new suits that were there, part of the Justice League. Like who? Like I remember um, Alan Scott being there, but he was younger. Remember in Earth Two? Yeah, you're, you're thinking about Earth Two. Yeah, that, that's probably that what it was. This is we're talking about. Yeah, the JSA as far as them existing on Earth One. Right. Right. Okay. 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 Never, yeah, yeah, yeah. never existed, and we find out through the story. Yes. That it is because of the reason they never existed was because uh, Doctor Manhattan prevented them from ever existing. I don't like them. Right. He remember you. You read it. He moves the uh, yeah. the lantern away from right. Alan Scott from the train crash, and he dies on the on the train crash. So he yeah. never becomes the the Green right. Lantern. So 
Um, so now I don't like them. Like I said, I just. <laughs> I don't like I decide that I want to be a huge colossal prick. Now I move the lantern. Or, or even worse, he's like, now I'm green. Like he takes it. Sorry, sorry. I just so, so, so now basically the conclusion of this story is to really undo. It's a series of reversals of the streamlining that took place during the New Fifty Two. Can I just say something? Yeah, I just kind of kind of had a realization. What's that? He's a big blue naked Mister Mitzaplik, or Batmite. He's a much more serious. Yeah, but but literally, he just he fucks with things to fuck with things. What? No, 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 no. Why did he take a lantern away? Because he wanted to see curiosity. He once again. What happens when you remove hope? From this universe, the once, whole once again, like I said, he, that's why he reminds me because he, he fucks with things out of curiosity. Whereas Mr. Mixix, Mix, 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 Mr. M, uh, oh, good one. He he messes with things just to kind of fuck with people and like to be a be, be a an imp, a mischievous little, little well, imp. But even Batmite, Batmite tries to be you know the better, but yet he changes things. Bat now Batmite, his motivation, he changes things because he wants to prove that Batman is the superior hero, which I'm good with. So he, ra- <laughs> you're all right with that. So he ratchets things up, but but yes, see what I'm saying though? You, like, no, you're you're, you're kind you're, of one of those things where I'm like, correct. he's a mischievous little kid. He he is a, a curious little kid. He's, who, a, he's a curious. He wants to see how things work. He wants to, he wants yeah. to see how things work. I, and I want to see how clocks work. And he's so detached from humanity right? And that's that the thing. he doesn't consider the moral implications yeah. of what he's doing. He didn't even know what a bra was. As we, as we know, a live body and a dead body have the same number of atoms. They are anatomically indistinguishable from one another, right? So he is yes. he's so detached from reality. Right, right, right. So, but let me let me bring something up. Is it me or are you getting whiplash from just like all of the constant like do-overs and reboots and like we're going to get we're going to introduce the multiverse now we're going to take it away now we're going to bring it back and now we're going to take it away again and you know now well right i'm getting dizzy well it's kind of the same story like changing shit again because if you remember last year what was the the big thing rebirth wally yeah 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 wally people missed wally wally came back yeah changed the world Changed all the different universes. Changed all these different things. And now they're like, ah, well, you know. Well, actually, that was sort of the, that was the beginning of the right, course correction. Right, it was, because that was is, the button. This is the follow through. Yeah, this is, I'll, uh, so follow my analogy here. All right, go ahead. The, 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 the return of Wally. that was sort of like the turn signal. That was DC going, and then this is like the merge. This is the merge. The good ruck, everybody else. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because you're changing lanes and you aren't looking. Right. So so we get now, you know, basically, if if you don't <laughs> like what they did, if you don't like it, it used to be that every 10 years or so, you would get this major shakeup of the status quo. Yeah, it would change things. Now it's like every 10 months. And so, you know what? If you don't like the result of Doomsday Clock, don't worry, fanboy. There's going to be another mega crossover but, coming but you know why next, next day, tomorrow, but that's you know going to undo all of it. You know it. why I think they're doing it? Honestly, readership is down. So yeah, I think yeah. they're they're trying to change things so that way somebody will be like, oh, well, I didn't like that. Hey, what are they doing? Like they're trying to distract them. Like think of a kid taking a picture. They're gonna dangle keys like in front of them, like bloop 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 bloop, like that. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, hey. I hey. I, I think I think this is. I mean, yeah. I think you're right. I think there was such a a negative response to the new 52. I, I'm sure there are people who liked it. 
I don't want to. And, and what, if you like, yeah, new fifty two. And and if you liked it, guilty. if you're out there and you're listening and you liked it, uh, I'm happy you liked it. I'm sorry, I guess that they're they're undoing these things. Like there's lots of people I know that I've read about that were very happy with the whole ship between Superman and Wonder Woman. And they, they they liked it. I did. Oh, you, you liked it. I, I did. I did like New Fifty Two because, like, it it, it kind of helped me. It made more sense to me. Like I said, like the Superman Wonder Woman. Like there was the always big joke anyway, where I'm like, well, if anyone's gonna get you know have a Superman baby, it's gonna be her. It's not gonna be Lois. It's gonna be her. People are so obsessed with sex between those two. They're always. I like, don't know, man. How are, how are how are Lois and Superman gonna have sex? I don't know. Like, th- th- how does he shake people's hands without crushing their hands? That's the that's how he's gonna have sex with Lois. Maybe he doesn't shake their hands. He, I'm. You're telling me. <laughs> you know what? That it, Clark I, I, Kent has never shook, 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 shaken, shook, shook or shaken, shook someone's hand. He's never shook someone's hand. Before. Oh, I, know, I bet you. I know what he does. What does he do? I bet you. I bet you. Like, watch. All right. So I'll try to explain it here. Go ahead and shake my hand. Go ahead. Oh, this like, is this, oh, this is podcast magic oh. right here. Oh. So I bet you he does like he the does hand like, he, on he top. D- he does like the weak, yeah, the, yeah, d- yeah, the yeah, dead fish hand. So I, and, and also it kind of goes with his he his uh, you know his costume with the whole disguise because yeah. they're like, oh well, he is kind of a weakling. What the hell was that? He Did does, you he, see that handshake? He, he gives him the dead fish. Yeah, hand, and he's like, what the hell was that? You might be onto something. But then again, he is a farm boy where his dad would have taught yeah, him a man, firm ham shake. Fucking A, he's from Kansas. The yeah. guy's I mean, corn-fed, you yeah. know, linebacker. He's, he's not giving anyone the dead fish handshake. He or, moderates. Yeah. He moderates. Yeah, remember, he he did, what did he do on the football team? Oh, well, he was the water boy. He was the equipment manager, yes. I mean, if, if we're believing, like, the Donner, I'm, we're going off the Donner. Well, I mean, cut, but that's the only time I've ever seen him play football. What about Smallville? I don't, really I don't think he ever played. Nobody really. No, did. no. In the John Burt. Anyway, what, what's your point? Anyway, Sorry. Go ahead. What I'm saying is, yes. Is, um, it, it's it's it was one of those things where I was like, finally, he has someone with him that that can, he can knock boots with. Well, not just that. Not just and, that. And not crush. But not just that. The with thing, his pelvic sorcery. Yes. But the thing is, <laughs> but the thing is with with Superman, you know, with like Lois, yes. He, he, you know, they loved each other and everything like that. But in my eyes, in my eyes, yes, Lois is not his equal. You know what I mean? Like, see, I, I, I think this is where you and I differ. I think that is what made Lois <sighs> makes Lois such an extraordinary character is that she is his equal. And, and not she, really. She can't spell. And so what? <laughs> she yells at him all the time and goes, "How do you spell the rapist?" <laughs> So that, that that's where we're drawing the line. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm splitting hairs here. But, well, you know but, what? I happen to know that Wonder Woman has a mathematics learning disability. So there, <laughs> she's dyslexic. <laughs> All but right. Uh, so anyway, honestly, if, uh, yeah. if if you like the new Fifty Two, I'm 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 sorry. So sorry, but, we kind of just dove so, off on so that. So this so this kind of yeah, the end of this sort of undoes a lot of that new Fifty Two stuff. All so right. we get like so with the introduction of the GSA. This leads into this domino effect of sorts. So because the JSA was around, uh, Jonathan Kent is no longer afraid of Clark revealing himself to the world because Ugh. the world has... Well, not in that way. Oh. Not like, yeah. No, revealing his persona. Gotcha. Um, we're not talking about like... No, not like a flasher. <laughs> but no, he's he's not... Uh, and I thought this was kind of cool. It reminded me sort of like... Almost like a refutiation of the way that Jonathan Kent is portrayed in Man of Steel where... Uh, he's sort of, you know, he's telling Clark, well, no, you need to hide yourself from the world. The world's not ready for you. Right. But now that the JSA has been around and the world has already 
seen masked superheroes. Right. Jonathan's like, no, you know what? If you're if you're ready, go. I think the world is ready for you. And then that leads to another domino, which is now in in some way. Pr- previously, the Kents had been killed. Yeah. In the New Fifty Two. Yeah. But now, they're back. Hi- history history's been changed. I I sort of feel almost like I want the Back to the Future music playing, like the. <laughs> Not or the, that one, the, the, the jingle. Like the clock tower music. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like Doc explaining, like, you know, with the introduction of the JSA, now uh, Jonathan Kent uh, is okay with Clark revealing himself to the world, and now he'll become Superboy in Kansas, and now they'll never get into that car accident, thus saving the Kents. History. Future history has been changed, Do and you are the cause. You know what I, no, I feel, you know feel what like? I, I need that music playing. Kind of, this, but man. you know what I think with that, right? So, I think like, uh, like all of a sudden, Superman's sitting out on the farm, and he's kind of alone. And um, I'm trying to see if it'll come up. Yeah, like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like his it's parents come out the door, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Like the yeah, like the the newspaper head. Yeah. Like the where it says in the newspaper, Kent's killed in accident. Yeah, changes, changes to. to Kent's honored. Uh, yeah, in, or in, uh, Ma Rose Kent wins a pie contest. Yeah, 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 exactly. Thank you for that little 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 jingle there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now we have that. So now, because Superboy exists now, he inspires the creation of the Legion of Superheroes, which, which also which was Super something. Superboy. Sorry. Which Superboy? Uh, because, uh, in the New Fifty Two, there was no Superboy. Right, right. He had never been Superboy well, in but, Kansas. But so now he he is Superboy because he. Wore the costume as Superboy in Smallville. Right. That inspires the heroes in the future to become the Legion. Oh. But in the New Fifty Two, because there had never been a Superboy, right? The Legion, because Clark never becomes Superboy, the Legion will never exist. And then Biff is married to your mother. Gross. I, I love time travel. Yeah, me too. Love time travel so much. No, 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 sir. So we love time travel. We love time travel. Yes. So, man, this book has, like, more endings than Return of the King. <laughs> Do you remember, like, did you see Return of the King? I love that movie. I love that movie, too, but it had, like, five different epilogues. But the reason because there were five different stories going on. Right, right. So so this story, so we get we get glimpses of various multiverses, including, so... Earth no, 52. Don't worry, there's an Earth 52, yeah. so yeah. We, we're going to make everybody happy. That's, but, that's what I got from this. But wait. There, there's more? There's another crisis. Holy shit. Yeah. There, there's always another crisis. There's always another crisis. So we we hear that there's a this one of these epilogues. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's it's kind of like it. It feels kind of like I don't feel so much. This came from Jeff Johns. It felt like this was editorial mandate. Like DC's like this has right, to happen. Listen, y- you gotta let the readers know that more's coming. Right? Like, don't bail out on us. Like, let them know. Like, we got some cool shit planned. Like, like you know. Uh, you know, maybe Superman uh, fights the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna fight the Avengers, and uh, again, maybe, uh, maybe some other cool shit happens. So, and, and I, I wasn't joking about that. They actually hint at a possible crossover with Marvel. Uh, they, I'll, I'll read the dialogue to you because it, it says, um, so Superman gets involved in a brawl across the universe with Thor himself and a green behemoth. Stronger than even Doomsday. Oh, you don't say. Who dies protecting Superman from these invaders? So I feel like they're just they're tossing out fan you, service. They're like, I can't roll my eyes hard enough. You want Superman fighting the Avengers? You got Superman fighting now the what Avengers. Is, what is this? So now we're gonna find that Bruce Wayne has another child. We had Bruce Wayne has another child. Oh, come He's on, man. Like, 
Look, man, the dude gets around. But I mean, it's like James Bond. Do you think? An- it's like James Do you think Bond. another woman drugged him and got pregnant again? Like, <laughs> honestly, if that shit happens again, I'm like, seriously. Okay. Once, it once is an accident. Come on, Two guy. is twice you, is fishy. You're like, this is a yeah. fetish. This is a. <laughs> this is a fetish. That's what this is. This is a way of life at this point. This if it's happening, if it's happening more than but, once. But you know, like, I'm waiting for them to say, like, oh, you know what? They liked us bringing the Kents back. Guess what? The Waynes were never murdered. I, I and feel he like still became Batman. I feel like that would be a bridge too far, but hey, why not? Why not? Why not? Why, why not? not? I feel like with Superman, I, I do think killing off the Kents was a mistake. I and, agree. And the reason well, it's kind of like Marvel when they killed off Aunt May and they, they did that kind of stuff. Be, beca- yes, yes. And yeah. it's because, and it's for the same That's reason the story line. that I like Lois Lane, and that is the Kents are his anchor to humanity. Yeah, and and Lois right, is his anchor to, to humanity. I get that. Um, so, so, yeah, I'm not going to lie. You know, the fanboy in me was excited that, you know, oh, shit, we're going to have a, another Marvel-DC crossover. Right, right, I, I right. love that. But I'm like, all right, you know, this is basically one big coming attractions, it, and I, it feels like it came from editorial mandate. Like, come on, put this in. Let them know that there's more stuff coming right. because we, we need them we, to buy. We need them to buy. We need them to get excited. We need Jay and Chris from the Justice Nerds podcast. They need to talk about ta- us. Talking about this. They need to talk about us. They mention us by name, by the way. If you look hard enough, our names are somewhere in Doomsday Clock. So you guys need to find out. So, so the end of the story establishes Superman basically as the anchor point. Speaking of anchor points, uh, for the entire DC multiverse. And it, and it gives an uh, explanation of sorts as to the shifting dates of Superman's arrival. So, to, uh, arrival to Earth. So, in some cases, it's 1938. In some cases, it's 1950. In some cases, you know, so on and so the forth. The 80s. So, yeah. so basically, every, every different time that Superman, every time Superman arrives to Earth... It creates another multiverse. Well, I mean, yeah, they did that. Red Sun, remember he, he, yeah, he fell yeah. at a different time. So yeah, man. Um, our, our speaking of Red Sun, our very good friend J.M. DiMatteis. Yes. we got an interview coming up with him. We got to we got to talk with him about that. That's gonna right? be fantastic. He's, We're he's gonna talk to him about that. We're gonna talk to him about his new show on CW Seed, which is the uh, Des- Deathstroke cartoon. It's a uh, Dragons. Um, uh, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. Is it? Dra- Knights and Dragons. I bo- I think it's Knights and Dragons. I think it is. Yeah. I've been watching it. Uh, it's only one episode is up right now. Okay. Um, but hold on, I'll, I'll make sure that I get the full name because sure. I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's really no, awesome. It, it Actually, is, I, I want to talk about it. It is Knights and Dragons. Uh, we're going to go to... Um, you want to talk about it in movie talk? Yeah, we'll talk about okay. it in movie talk. So, we so, so, I mean, basically the message that we, we have here, and, and I kind of like this, is there must always be a Superman. Because I agree. there must always be hope. And yeah. that sort of is, we've established that that is Superman's lot, sort of, really in the DC universe, but really everywhere, I think, because Superman was the first. Right. He was the first superhero. He is, we, we would not have a Batman, a Spider-Man, a, an X-Men, any, any of this. Any of this without Superman? No, no I agree. And, and you know what's what's kind of neat is, I think in every world, even in the Watchmen world, there has to be hope. Yeah. Oh, I'm 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 getting to that. All right. I'm 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 getting See, to. See, I'm that. the man on that. So so we find out. You know, the big reveal is that Adrian Veidt's plan all along. So at the beginning of the story, way back in 2017, right, was Veidt was fleeing from their the Watchmen universe because right. they had discovered his ruse. Yes. Uh, and so they were, again, on the verge of nuclear war. Right. And the missiles were already in the air. And so he was in search of Dr. Manhattan to try to fix things. Right. So his, his base... Tell, tell me what you think of this plan. 
So his plan was basically this. Somehow he learned of the existence of Superman. Right. And his plan was that, okay, if I can't convince John to, to save my, to world, save my our world, world, our world, our world, maybe the Superman guy can because he is the epitome of hope. So you mean so what do you Superman 4? <laughs> he's going to take all the nuclear weapons, throw them in a giant bag. He's going to spin them and throw them into the sun. Exactly. And then there's right? going to be a, a nuclear man created from it who has Lee press on nails that yeah, are gold. Yeah, yeah. And right, yes. right. It was Superman Four. That was Superman Four. The quest right. for peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so but but still, I mean, that's, that's that was so that was his plan. Uh, yeah, I, I wish you guys at home Meh. could see Chris's face right now. Yeah, Meh. it's thin, right? Man, I mean, compared to, I understand, but I'm not a. Man. W- what I find interesting is this. So Adrian Veidt's plan in the original Watchmen is built around changing people through fear. Right. And there's another thing as well is, you know, um, he talks about all the pollution. He talks about all of this. And right. he, he kind of wanted to create part of a nuclear war. He goes, if we wipe out half the world, we'll be okay. You know? No. No, that's not what he was saying. Uh, no, what partially. You what are you talking about? Yeah, partially. No, he creates the giant squid monster, and then he scares the world into giving up the nuclear nuclear annihilation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Never mind, never mind. So, but what I find interesting about the twist here is I think you might be getting his nefarious plot confused with someone else's nefarious plot, no, which is very it, easy to do. No, it's his, but that was what they did in the movie. No, not half the people. You're thinking of Thanos. No, well, it's kind of close as well. No, seriously, that's that's what he was doing. That's why they were trying to come up with this creative of energy because he was literally going. Well, we'll, we'll table that. But anyway, now. but it, I find it, I do find it interesting that Veidt's plan at the end of the first Watchmen it turns out to be motivating people to change through through a joke and using their fear to unite them, and how in this case Orson Welles. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But how in this case, he, instead of fear, he's using hope. He's using hope to try to save the world. So he's using Superman. His hope is, or his 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 hope, hey. his desire right. is that John will meet Superman, and that that alone will inspire John to try to save their own world. And I don't think it would do it because John is so far so detached. So detached I know, I know. You think that he's going to be able? To, and to be honest with you, you all right? So in the Watchmen world. Mm-hmm. I want you to think of all the characters that are there and everything like that, right? Yeah. I'm picturing. Who is their symbol of hope? Because it's not John. Uh, I don't really think they had a symbol of hope. I Watchmen do. was a very bleak I do. kind of and cynical world. What, what, was, what did you think? Believe it or not, I, I do think they have one. They had one, well, two iterations of the same person that was kind of hope. You're going to say Night Owl, aren't you? I am. Um, I am. And if you... If you well, and we're going to talk about the he, comics that I he's, read. He's definitely the most benign, I think, of all the characters. But he wants to see the good, and he wants to help, and that's that's part of why he did it. It wasn't like, you know, I'm bored. Yeah. He, he actually wanted to do good and go do good I'll, things. I'll agree with that. I'll, I'll agree with that. I, I don't know if I'd go so far as to call him a symbol of hope. Bec- uh, but, In the Watchmen but, world, that's all they got. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely the most hopeful, idealistic character yeah, but there. The first, but the I'll, first, I'll, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that because um, that that's actually the, the comic that I want to I want to discuss. Anyway, sure, so we sure. Can, we can do that. So, um, and I'm, I'm getting to the end of this, I, I, I swear. No, you're okay. Um, but, so I, you know, I, I think this is a case where you have intention and you have execution. I think the intention that Jeff Johns had was really cool, a really cool idea, the idea that 
instead of using fear, this time he's going to use hope. I just think the execution could have been done maybe a little better. Um, the story concludes with a peek at the Watchmen universe. So right. we end the story in the Watchmen universe. And so John has, he's, he's returned. He has disappeared all of the world's nuclear weapons. And he gradually starts to transfer his power to the Earth as seen by kind of, he's doing sort of a ja Jap, yeah, Jappy. Johnny Appleseed thing. Oh, okay. Where he's e along, every, yeah. everywhere he walks, just sort of flowers sprout up behind gotcha. him as he's transferring his energy to the Earth. Uh, and then, in addition, we find out what happened to the marionette's baby. Do you remember the marionette? Yes. Okay. Do you remember that she had a baby that was missing, and this was kind of it was something it, it that was, they, they thought it was the Joker. Yeah, we thought it was the yeah, Joker. Yeah, we thought it was the Joker. Yeah, yeah, which would have been an interesting twist, but no, no, not the baby. It turns out, it uh -oh. turns out that John abducted. <laughs> The marionette's baby, like so he's what been inspired. He's been inspired by Superman, but does like one of the most unSuperman-like things and abducts someone's child. Give me the baby. <laughs> I got the baby. <laughs> the baby's mine. I got the baby. Find the child. <laughs> and, and that's another thing we're going to talk about actually in uh, movie talk. Uh oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. So. Uh, so he abducts the marionette's son at birth, whom he names Clark. Okay, and then he raises him. To be Earth's protector, and before transferring his powers to him. Oh, okay, good. Because I, I literally just see him like, "You are going to be Superman. You, are you ready?" And you see his little three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I go, I go. You will fly. Well, and you see him like kick him off a, well, like a cliff. Good luck. <laughs> like he just kicks him off a cliff, and he's like, "That, that did not work the way that I thought it he would." He has no superpowers. And then all of a sudden, he like re rolls back time, and he's like. Okay, we'll go thirty five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he, he transfers his powers to all right, all right. So um so the, the interesting idea here is is that so he, he kind of recognizes that John recognizes I can never be uh what Superman I can never be for this world what Superman is for his world because Superman had love and encouragement right. from the Kents and right. and he never had that. So he determines I'm going to take I guess it's not that messed up when you think about it because the mime and the marionette are they're a couple not, of sociopaths. They're murderers. Probably not good to leave a child with them, even though he does because the marionette is pregnant and he just kind of says, peace out, you guys can stay in the DC universe. But anyway. Anyway. Uh, i gotta, I got to wrap this up because I'm way over time with it. But Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he eventually transfers his powers to Clark before completely just kind of dissipating Interesting note, the idea of Manhattan transferring his powers to right. someone else yeah. never really addressed in the original Watchmen. However, mm -hmm. if you watch the HBO Watchmen miniseries, right. with, which, Chris, I highly recommend. Yes. And you guys out there, if you've been watching it, check out my spoiler reviews of that show, which are already up on SoundCloud and iTunes. That gets mentioned in the miniseries. So that's why, well, you the know what this the, was. The, the concept... Yeah, I know what this concept was. Do you think they're cop? I don't think they're copying. No, no, no. no. We can't afford the original guy who played Doctor Manhattan, so we're gonna have somebody else. It's like Doctor Who. It's the Doctor Who theory <laughs> all over again. <laughs> no, no. Oh, look, it's somebody different, but it's the same guy. It's, it's kind of it's different. It, it, there are definitely come, there. Come on, dude. The, you know the similarities are 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 there are some similarities between Doomsday Clock. There are very few. But there are some similarities between Doomsday Clock and the Watchmen series. I, I have to say, as far as storytelling goes, uh, I think the w HBO miniseries wins hands down right, right, compared right. to yeah. this. 
Because uh, they use so Lube Man. You know about Lube Man? Yeah. I, I How do you know about Lube Man? They've created memes and shit. You haven't watched the show. You know, know about Lube Man. All right. I, if you don't know, I have my finger on the pulse here. You got your finger I'm the guy. somewhere. Um, so, so anyhow, uh, he he leaves Clark with Dan Lube Dryberg. Man. Lube Man. Who it, not with Lube Man. <laughs> he leaves Dan Dry- he leaves he leaves Clark, who is now like I would guess probably around like maybe so eight years old. Dan Driver, of who, course, is Night Owl. Night Owl too. too. Well, your not, paragon, we'll your paragon of hope. Let's just Night Owl, right? Night Owl, because because you know the and other, Hollis is dead. Yeah, yeah. So he's Night Owl. And Laurie Jespesic, oh, who, which Silk is Spe- Silk Spectre. S- Silk Spectre, who, by the way, you see they're still together and they have a daughter, and so now Clark is coming to live with them because John knows he knows. Both of them are That's good cute. people, That's and good. that they will give him lots of love. Well, you know what I like too. Well, it's kind of awkward. Hello, Lori. I'm happy that you and Dan are still together. I have given you a baby. Even though you're a cheating bitch, I would like to still give this yeah. child to you Here. to be Earth's protector. Well, your, your problem. <laughs> actually, un- unfortunately, uh, Clark just kind of shows up at their door. With he's really cute. He's really cute. He's like, he's dressed in his little suit with his little tie, and he's got a little suitcase, and he's got <laughs> he's got the little hydrogen symbol on his head, and he's just like, "Hi, John told me to stop by here. He said you guys would know what to do with me." It's just really cute. No, by this point, John is gone. He I is literally, I literally can just see like Dan opening the door and Lori. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> There's there is we're, we're not we're not going to mention the whole fact of you know John killing Dan's partner we're not going to talk about you're that right right you right. know well, but Clark didn't do that That's not no Clark's no 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 fault. and I'm not saying that but once again I love that John said okay these are good people and you'll yeah, take care of it. but, the, but yeah. the problem that I have with it is these dupes are going to take care of my problem here we go he knew that they would he, take care of Well, him. and he knew also yeah. that in the process of sort of sacrificing himself, which now that is a real Superman move. No, I agree. Completely I sacrificing agree. himself to save the planet. He, he basically turned all the nuclear weapons into daisies. Uh, and, and yeah, and, and also, this is a nice moment, too. You could too. turn the bullet into goddamn snowflakes. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Thank you, uh, Blake. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a moment. So so John develops the capacity now. You know how he always could see his entire right. life? And, uh, well, he could up to a point, to, to but a point. that's because of Adrian. But now he can see alternate possibilities. So now uh, what John – there's a moment right before he dies where he right. gets a chance to – he sees sort of an alternate reality of what might have happened if instead of going into the intrinsic – field generator the one that turns him into dr manhattan right he stayed and had lunch with um oh, oh I, I don't remember her name but his first love janie janie and he gets a vision of what their life would have been together and it, there's this little narration about how they're married and they had a daughter and how it's nice to daydream about what life could have been like basically this story culminates with manhattan rediscovering his his connection his humanity his humanity and hope because he met superman uh, and so it did kind of work. It, it it did. It there's things that work about th- that this. There's things that don't work. You know about this. There there might have been an easier way, and I think they just went kind of like a roundabout kind of way here. What was the? What do you think would be the easier way? I, I'm not saying I know. I'm just oh. saying <laughs> that like I feel like this was kind of a roundabout well, way. Well, damn it, man! I thought you had an idea. <laughs> Give me a little bit. God dang it! I, well, oh, okay. Well, you know, doing the force field wasn't enough, but all of a sudden now. <laughs> 
I don't Sorry. Come up with all my own shit. I I can say that if if you're a purist, uh, uh, Alan Moore fan, I could understand how you would hate this uh, because it it this story really ends on such a saccharine ending that you know, and it's so. And the original Watchmen was just such a much more. It was so much more cynical about human nature. Yeah. And but this is a story about hope. This is it. Basically, takes the Watchmen story and the premise and the theme and goes. Nah, we're we're gonna believe in hope instead. Um, but to quote myself, I will just say, I liked it. Yeah, not everybody liked it. I liked it. That's good. Actually, I read though that it's it's met with it's been met with a lot of critical acclaim. So yeah, yeah. Like when, I said, when you do read it, I I, I would like yeah, to yeah, know, yeah. now that I've spoiled the whole goddamn thing for no, you. No, no, I'm excited like, to read it. So yeah, but my memory shit anyway. So you, you'll forget about this. Yeah, I, that's one thing I love about comic books. I can read the same comic book like once a year, and I'm like, I don't remember reading this if shit. If I don't remember it, it's new to me. Like I'll be honest, like it's been a couple years since like reading like Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. I could I could probably watch Kingdom Come and be like, oh, well, look at this shit. <laughs> Holy shit! What happened to Superman? When did they do this? So that was that was my this was my long take on uh, on uh, uh, oh I was gonna call it Justice League Doom, Doomsday Clock. I've been reading some other stuff too, just some some kind of quick hot takes on it. Uh, I became interested in reading The Mask, uh, the the inspiration for the Jim Carrey movie. So I read the uh, the Mask Omnibus Volume One. Which is available on on Comicsology if you want to if you want to read that if you want to check that out, I will say this man it is, uh, it's a very different story from the Jim Carrey yeah, one. No, totally. That was the thing. Like ultra violent. People need to understand. Like he was a fucking murderer. He he w- he like straight up murdered people. It is like it, there are some twisted stuff. Like the Jim Carrey movie took that and really kind of sanitized it for families like it's it's cartoon violence like in the Jim Carrey movie someone you know gets bonked on the head and they see Tweety Birds and ha 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 it's all kind of funny but like this dude caves people's skulls in with his cartoon mallets and right like it actually it actually happens it's very I mean it's very grisly it's like imagines like what would happen if what would happen to a human body if the sort of cartoon yeah, violence... Yeah, I'm going to drop an anvil on somebody. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's going to put their lower jaw into their anus. So this this is the mothers of the 90s worst nightmare. You remember when they would have, like, those, cartoons are too violent! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I will say I enjoyed this. It was, it was definitely... It was fun to see a different take on the character, and I could see how if, if you wanted to reboot The Mask now, if you want to do it again... Do it as a horror movie. Do it like in the vein of like Brightburn, like a thriller. Yeah, kind yeah, of like a thriller movie. Like make make the mask like Freddy Krueger kind of a thing. I could say, well, I told you I want them to do a Batman like Predator. I want them to follow around a gang and have uh, yeah. Batman just shoop, and all of a sudden they're like, well, what happened to Jay? I don't, I don't know. And then shoop, why, why what happened I, to Chris? Well, why am I in the gang? Oh, you're in the you're, gang. Well, too. you're okay. the you're the first one to go. Why am I the first one to go? Let's be honest. So. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I also finished reading Deceased. Do you remember Deceased? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 so the Marvel zombies, but the, Deceased? The, but with, I will say. No, I've heard it's I very enj- good. I enjoyed this way more. It was better huh. quality than I thought it was going to be. Okay. It hits you right in the feels. Yeah. I mean, there's so many moments where you would think, oh, it's a comic oh, book dude, about zombies. Dude, I, t- I told you the Alfred thing broke my heart. Broke my heart, so I, I completely understand. 
completely understand. And then there's a moment. Are, do you do you want me to spoil it for you, or you don't want me to? I'll spoil probably it for read you? it, but uh, yeah. I, I, all right, I'll just say that there are some moments in there invo- involving uh, Clark and John, uh, right. Jonathan, uh, his son. That just again, really. There's a moment where he says something, and and again, damn it, I'm gonna get all emotional now. It's ever since I've become a dad, like I'm just, I notice like the weirdest things, just like I'm like, oh my god, I was just, it was so beautiful. You're Brian and Griffin. It's like I am Brian, Gr- I am Brian Griffin. You're Brian Griffin. No, 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 hey. no, you don't understand. No, 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 I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. What if he was on that? No, plan? no, 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 I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, I, I totally, I and I. I own that. I've become uh, Brian Griffin. You really have. I get so emotional, and there's there's a moment where like Clark is talking to Jonathan, and he's like, you know, I've been from one end of this universe to the other, and I can tell you that you are the best thing in it. Oh, and I'm just like better oh than Lois. God, that's like so. Yeah, man. Because when you you have a kid, that's like that's that's your world. That's your world. Well, that's like they, that's they your are world. The, that's the, the, their future that's what's going to carry on and yeah of course so that's so what we bring to this world and and let me just say unrelated to deceased and then i'll, I'll i'm sorry we'll, we'll jump over to what, what you yeah, yeah, yeah i i like brian michael bendis i like him as a writer hate 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 what wow. he has done to the character of jonathan wow i i may hate this as much as i hated the one more day Wow! I may hate that, and the only reason I'm not going on a rant now is because I have more respect for Bendis than I had for Casada. Oh my god! But I really hate this, and I don't know if you're familiar with this, right? So, you, basically, for those of you not in the know, so Jamie, hey, you, hey, I'm I'm talking to you, Angle. I know you're listening. She's walking her dog. Uh, you're walking your dog. I'm gonna make you laugh. They're gonna say, "What? What's that lady doing?" Um, so, Jamie, I'm gonna talk directly to you. Um, so Superman and Lois had a son. They actually made it canon that Superman and Lois had a son that they named Jonathan, Jonathan after his father. And a- after his father, and so they they made he was Superboy. He became right. the new Superboy. And he tag teams with Robin. And I loved what they were doing with that character. Well, what was the name of the series? It was like Super Sons. Su- it was like Father and Son. No, or no, something. no. It was yeah, Super Sons. It was Super Sons. And I love that. And and I loved how they had Superman as a father. And you know that's great. And Batman, like you know, was yeah. with him. He was actually a dad. Bendis. So Bendis does this whole thing now where like. I don't know if it was Bendis or who came up with the idea that Jor-El actually somehow survived the destruction of Krypton. He is actually this cynical bastard, and he arrives on Earth, and he starts telling Clark, like, you don't, you don't belong. Uh, you're, you and your son don't belong on Earth. You need to come to New Krypton because you guys are gods among ants and you don't belong here so so then like in the most messed up thing i could ever imagine like this strange dude shows up clark and and lois first of all agree to let john go with jor-el because jor-el's like you know he understands his human side but he doesn't understand his kryptonian side so he needs to come with me around the universe so he can learn with his kryptonian side bullshit bullshit because you had you had his father right there who had the whole dual heritage thing. Right. There was no need for him to leave. So so then Lois agrees. She's like, all right, John can go. John can go, but I'm going to go with him. Um, so for a time in the comics, they it, were gone. it seemed like like Lois had left uh, for, for 
uh, everyone, for all, how does it say? For all intents and purposes? Yes. For all appearances. For all intensive purposes. No, yeah, no, none it, yeah, yeah exactly. I always get that one wrong. Um, from everyone's perspective, Lois right. had basically left with their, their kid. Right. Uh, but really what she was but doing Clark was... Clark was happy about it. <laughs> he's having parties, having poker no, games. No, but seriously, but if He's walking around the house in his underwear. But you would think, like, you know, oh, my wife took my children. He's still going to work. Well, because you know, he knows, because he, he knows, knows. With, his, with his dad. But then, in the most messed up thing, Lois comes back. She leaves John with, with this Jor-El. stranger. Dude, like Bendis, I love you. You're a great writer, but are, do you have children? Like, are you married? Like, there is no, no goddamn way that any mother is letting her son go half around the universe with some crazy kook who shows up with a piece of kryptonite lodged in his eye. I know I said I wasn't going to get upset, but uh, this is fucking ridiculous, man. Space Grandpa. Space Grandpa! Yeah. Like, you just show up and you you, you think they're going to let you take your kid? No, that's that's bullshit. So then, so then, sorry. I know I said I was going to stop. But no, I'm, you're I'm, okay. I'm, I like this. Keep whew, going. Keep nerd going. Rage. Nerd, no, no, no. Nerd rage. No, no, no. Nerd rage. Let it out. So, so then... um. I, I, I actually read about this on Wikipedia because I couldn't I didn't want to keep up with the comic Whoa. anymore so I just I just did this took the short route so John gets separated from from Jor-El. yeah nice job space what, grandpa does he, he go to the mall and like all of a sudden yeah, somebody else lo- grabs loses him? him in the food court or some <laughs> shit I don't know but then he winds up on Earth three. Okay, Earth three. Seriously, the, with the the injustice. I was League. just gonna say with the in, with Ultraman. With Ultraman. So then Ultraman like keeps him as his prisoner, and like some shit ensues where now John is aged to eighteen years old, and so Jorel. <laughs> Jor- I, I mean, it's just it's so laughable, co- so convoluted, man. Editorial mandate all over it. It's like either. So either he comes the, back. Meanwhile, Damien's like. What the fuck happened to you? Puberty hit you like a ton of bricks, man. Son of a bitch. And so he's kind of looking at his dad like, what the fuck? I, I think maybe like in sort of an interstellar way, like, I don't know if he's trapped on a on a different solar system. He ages differently or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, he comes back. So he comes back now and he's like, Mom. Mom, Dad, I went, hey. I'm here. I went through puberty. And it's just like now they're going to have him go to the future to be in the Legion so functionally making Lois and Clark non-parents childless again. again. Fucking bullshit, <laughs> man. That is fucking bullshit. Oh and, my and god. If you're not so gonna, what was the point of keeping him? Why was the point of creating him then? Because someone else created him. He, w- I believe, he was created by Dan Jurgens. No, I think you're right. I he was created right. by Dan Jurgens, and I don't know if it was Bendis. Or someone that's like, we can't have a fucking kid. There, comic readers don't have children. Uh, hello, hello, McFly. Hello, hello. Oh man, I, I'm, I'm pissed. I hear it. I'm, I'm pissed. I hear so, it. So, so anyway, that, that, have, that's me saying this can, about that. Can I, can I, can I ask one question though? Sure. Ha, have they actually released the uh, Jonathan Kent figure? Uh, they released. Have they? And I'm so sorry that I, ne- I didn't get. I had it on pre-order and I canceled it. I had, you know, back when uh, DC Icons was still a thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had a two-pack with Damien yeah. and and, and Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan, and I had pre-ordered it, and I decided not to get it. So now we're gonna have to try to find it. I'm, I'm hoping you can find it on eBay for like eleven billion dollars. You mean it's, the typical? Yeah, because it's a rare figure, and it. I would love to have a a Jonathan 
a Superman figure to put with my Superman figure at home because I, I think that is just the perfect evolution of of the character. Um, he's a dad. Yeah. I mean, Superman is he's America's dad. Not not American dad. Right. Oh, hey, I'm Joe, American's dad. No, 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 it's no, not, no. No, Stan. 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 I'm Stan, America's. Why yeah. do I sound like Carter Peter Smith? Yeah, exactly. He's America's. He's America's. If Captain America has America's ass, yeah. Superman is America's dad, man. I like and that. giving him a child is like the best thing. And, and you know, Bendis, you do your thing. Uh, what do I know? I'm Don't just, worry. I'm just a dipshit fanboy. But you boy, know, he's, but he's not going to be writing forever. I really hope he's they undo gonna. it because. Let these characters grow, man. Let them let them evolve. Let them let them have families. Let them have kids. Um. Anyway, I'm so, I've said too much. No, you're good. So, sorry. Go go ahead, bud. What what you reading? Well, uh, after after 52 minutes of of that uh, of me talking shit. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'm, so, I'll, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll take my my 10 minutes here. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Uh, one of the ones that I, I do. Hey, but you dominate Toy Box today. No, I do. It's going to be it's your show. One hundred percent on Toy Box. When we get to Toy Box, no, I'm good with yeah. that. All care. right. So um, one of the things that I have I have been reading is I kind of. It's funny, like you kind of go forward in comic books, whereas I kind of like redig the past and just keep reading and then kind of moving you forward. Gotta, sometimes you got to know where we've been to know where yeah. we're going. So one of the things uh, that that I want to talk about that I read was uh, before Watchmen series. I what what's before Watchmen? No, it's called Before Watchmen. Yeah, but what happened before Watchmen? Exactly. So it's it's about all of the characters and kind of how they came to be and growing up, you know, as children sure, and everything sure, like sure. that. So the one that I actually want to talk about, um, I'm reading right now the uh, Ozymandias right now, mm-hmm. and it's very good. But the one that I really want to talk about is uh, Before Watchmen. It's the Minutemen. Okay. So right. it's the original. Minutemen from the 40s. Like uh, Mothman and Dollar so Bill. Mothman, Dollar Bill. The, um, the comedian Silk was in Spectre, it. The comedian, Night Owl. Number one. Hooded Justice. I mean, uh, and I, I think I think I'm uh, Captain Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about their, their stories. Mm-hmm. And it it is a nostalgic hit it's that golden age scratching that nostalgia itch huh? oh and i i, I loved it because here's the thing and this, this is this is what i love more than anything okay so of course this was a couple of years ago you know this is this has been a little while since it was released actually I, uh let me see if they actually have the date of when it was released uh 2013 so but the one the one that I, I'll, I'll i'll read it to you so picture this okay it's it's the 1940s Okay. There are a number of murders that are that are happening that they're trying to figure out. You okay. Know, it, and each individual hero has been kind of showing up trying to figure it out. But you mm-hmm. have your golden age of superheroes, you know, and there is only one person in this world who I thought could do it justice. Okay. Drawing it. Yeah. One. And who do you think it is? Uh, Ed McGinnis. No. <laughs> no. No, not Ed McGinnis. Not Ed fucking McGinnis. Oh, man. Not That's a everybody shocker. with their bubbly fucking muscles. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Darwin Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dar- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So here, here I'll, I'll Mr. read. Mr. Mr. New Frontier right. himself. Right. And it's it's literally Golden Age. May he rest in so, peace. So, um, you were just saying he, p- he passed away. Uh, it's some been time a couple ago. years. Yeah. So, DC, the New Frontier, of course, is what he's known for. 
Uh, as the predecessor to the Watchmen, Minutemen were assembled to fight against a world that have uh, more and more rapidly begun to spin out of control. Uh, can these heroes from completely different backgrounds and with completely different attitudes on crime come together, or will they fall apart uh, before they even begin? Fall apart. Well, was that the right answer? N- it kind of. But oh no, shit! Uh, Yay! Kind of. I love it when I'm right. But what it is is it, it's kind of nice. So one, of, I think one of the best stories that that really struck you know a chord with me was the original Night Owls mm-hmm. story. So Hollis Mason, he he. he in the beginning, it's it's him kind of as an older man, mm-hmm. and he's already retired as Night Owl. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, it's well, he's beginning to think about retiring, but he's written his book under the hood, right? And he wants to publish the book, and ev- like there are like governments coming to him like, hey, don't don't fucking release that book, don't release that book, you can't release that book. Mm-hmm. And why, well, why not? It's too gritty. You, you're going to ruin the reputation of the Minutemen. You can't say that the comedian tried to rape Silk Spectre. You can't say that um, Captain Metropolis and... Um, oh, or Hooded that, Justice were, were hooded, a couple. Well, yeah, it was Captain Metropolis and Hooded Justice were a couple. You can't oh, do that. Oh, uh, and there's one more, Silhouette. Yeah, and the, the silhouette, silhouette was, was a lesbian. lesbian, and she was murdered. Like, you can't, you can't talk about these kind of things. And he's like, well, I, I don't understand. It's the truth. And, like, Hollis Mason, of course, he was a police officer. And For, very forthright Right, character. he's very, very noble, very mm-hmm. justice. That's, that's kind of the way he was, and I, I loved it. But the way that they kind of go into these stories and how each one of them kind of found their way. And do you know who put the team together, actually? Uh... I, I, I don't, was well. I thought it was Captain Metropolis. It was. Yeah. So Captain Metropolis was the one who had all the money, right. and basically he kind of went around and started recruiting. And he saw, um, like Night Owl in the the, like night. It, it starts as Night Owl kind of starting out, mm-hmm. and you know getting his ass kicked, and then finally you know he's, you know stopping a bunch mm-hmm. of these rings and doing all this kind of stuff, and um, he starts getting in the newspapers, and Captain Metropolis has like a dinner and has him there, and is like. Hey, I've noticed that you were there, and like you see him, and he's like, "Oh my God, Captain Metropolis knows who I am!" Like he's just like, "Holy Star, starstruck!" Like he's like, "Holy shit!" And it's kind of funny, like like I said, each of the stories, like Dollar Bill. Do you know? Well, did you say Mothman? By the way, I did. He was also part of the roster. I did, and but do you know how Dollar Bill started out as a superhero? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was an ad. He was a mascot. He was a mascot. Yeah. He was Captain America. Right, right. He right. was a mascot. For, for, a for, bank. for a bank, yeah, yeah, for a bank, and you know, and that's and that's kind of the thing. Like, you know, it's like buy war bonds, Captain or Dollar Bill wants you to do so, and do so at Dollar Bill Bank, you know. And you see, and, and it's just like, son of a bitch, it's I, a crummy commercial. I, I just I gotta say this while you're talking about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. as you're as you're talking about this, right? I'm getting like so many flashbacks of the HBO miniseries, right? You would really like it. Oh, I'm, so I'll just, I'll I'm just going say, to watch you, it. I you, can't wait. You, you got to watch it because it there's so much of that part that right. is it, it's a sequel, but it does reference right. The and I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm, sorry. No, no, no. Go I'm okay, but I'm I'm really excited about it. But then um, some of the story kind of happens, and they thought that they had found the murderer. And was there any pattern to the killings? So w- was there uh, uh, was there like any any rhyme or reason I, or just I believe there was, but I, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't really remember. Um, but, so as he's trying to publish the book, mm-hmm. the murders start happening again. So uh. he realizes, and he goes, man, I'm not alone. 
so he he's it's it's a lot like uh kind of like uh uh kingdom come time to so suit up all of a sudden he's like going and he's like you know hey i i know it's been 15 years but uh T- time to put the speedo and the leggings <sighs> back on we got to go one more time you know and and time to make the donuts so they they they're they're trying you know and they get the team together and like mothman mothman has severe anxiety and he's like, you know, well, he was in a he was in a mental hospital. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, or he, has, he winds up in a mental right, hospital. He, he had like severe anxiety, and he's like, I don't, I don't think I can do this. I, I just, I, I don't think I can, I can do this. And there is a, a conversation, and, and of course, I don't. I don't like him. confrontations. Yeah, he's 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 definitely uh, Mr. Inconceivable. Um, I want to I want to see if I can find it because it it is one of the more beautiful stories. Well, if it's on Comixology, yes. I, I have access to it. I can I'll, I, I'll I've got it, bring I've got it up it. on the handy dandy laptop. I've right got it. Now. I'm pulling it up right now, so that way we can uh, we can we can discuss it. Is it uh, before Watchmen, Osmandius? Is no. it th- is it this one? No, no, it's um. So, Night Owl is talking to Moth, uh, the Mothman, because Mothman is like having these severe problems, and he he just. He doesn't know if he can do it again, and he's like, "I don't, I don't think I can, I can put this on anymore. I, I don't know if I." He's like, I'm, "I'm, my anxiety is just, it's just too much. I don't, I don't think I can do this anymore." And basically, he he kind of grabs him and says, um, "You know, you're you're the Mothman, goddammit. it!" He's like, "You know, you, you you've done amazing things, and." You should always be proud of everything that you've ever done, and you know. Um, I know, I know that you're scared, but it's not a matter of fear. How many times did you jump into it? You know, how many times did you jump into this, uh, into the fray before? And you've always had my back, and you've always had me there. So now is not the time for us to be able to do that. And so, um, but I, I'm going to tell you right now this 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 was a fantastic read. I. Um, I, d- I definitely, you know, recommend it if if anyone wants wants a good read and kind of had questions with the yeah I can't find it so you'll have to I never saw I, so I never read this one so you're gonna I'll, have to read I'll, all I'll, of them I'll, yeah I'll have to read all of them yeah, they, yeah. They, they look they, yeah they look really interesting no that looks fantastic kind of glancing through it it looks like they do sort of little mini stories right with each individual every single character. person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so cool. um I, I highly recommend it so you want to do a little movie talk let's do some movie talk man yeah. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. This episode was badly written! Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. We had a lot of great, oh. uh, some some good Dude. hot trailers drop. Dude, uh, I, I we're, how giddy did that Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer make you? Oh my god, I was so excited. But like I told you, I had my own theories. You have your own theories. I mean, there's just so much to it that I looked at and I was like, oh my god. I, I love uh, I'll just I'll say this again uh, I never 
had a problem with the idea of the 2016 Ghostbusters. I did see it. I, I, you, I know you've never seen it. I, I know. I, I saw it. Um, I would not call it an awful movie. Uh, but that's you're nice. But I wouldn't call it an awful movie. I, I, I just I think it's I, I don't think there was anything in it that was particularly memorable, and I don't think that's because it was all women. I love no, and I don't uh, think that's the problem. Kristen Wiig, uh, McCarthy, even Leslie Jones is very funny. But I just I don't think they were given enough, or the, I don't I don't. Mm. Well, no, not, excuse me. My understanding is that they were just told to ad lib. Oh, by the way, the, also the very uh, talented uh, Kate McKinnon. I I love all of these right. lady actresses. Right. I mean, they're all and all, that and fantastic. that wasn't that wasn't the issue. They were they just were told to ad lib, and I think what Paul Feig did was just record a lot of their yeah. ad libs, and it just it didn't work for me. But I think the biggest well, there's thing another thing too. Sure, and I, and I think this is this is something that I see with Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, that it's kind of coming back. If you remember the first Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. It was kind of scary. It was kind of spooky. It, yeah, it had, it had scary Where, moments. Whereas th- that was kind of the hit or the miss like with the second one. Not a lot of people like the second one. Uh, Ghostbusters 2? Because it's goofy. It's it's very funny kind of movie. It's not a... It's they, not were, they had to really... It was not as edgy well, as the first Well, they didn't have to one. because of all the kids that wanted to watch yeah, it. But that's, yeah. I think, with this the, the, the all-female cast was it was more funny than it was scary. And I will go even further than that and say I didn't find it all that funny. I I really well, there lot, you go. yeah a lot of the there jokes kind of fell flat for me. But I thought the the whole sorry. But but what I'm saying is with with this trailer yes. with Ghostbusters Afterlife, it seems spooky. It it seems and it seems kind of scary. And I'm like, okay. I have. I'm like, I, all right, let's do this. So, uh, tell me what you think about this, Chris. Yeah. I have heard people compare this trailer yes. to kind of spiritually. <laughs> Spiritual ah. similar to the Force Awakens trailer, and he, okay, fu- hang on, wait a minute. I said you I'm squinting my eyes. He's squinting, he's squinting his eyes. He's like bullshit. No, listen. Go ahead. In that, you know how when you watch the Force Awakens trailer, you have that, Chewie, we're home. Yeah, you know that that yeah, moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. that beautiful moment of nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, this trailer really hit the nostalgia button. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And but yeah. they they put other things into canon. That, like, we looked at, and I was like, oh, that is amazing. Like, stuff from the cartoon, stuff from, you know, the comic books. What, what, what stuff from the cartoon? The gunner seat. Oh, yeah. It has yeah, a gunner seat. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That wasn't in any of the movies. Yeah. You never knew that, but we knew that in the comic book realm. We knew that in the cartoons. I, I just, I, one of my complaints with the 2000, and I'm sorry I keep going back to the 2016 movie. I'm just kind of right. juxtaposing after, it with, after with this. After this, listen, I'm going to, I'm. I'm going to play the parent here. Yes. I'm going to give you about five minutes to talk about 2016, and then we're never talking about it again. Never again. Okay. Okay. And I I don't even need that long. Uh, One of my problems with the 2016 movie was I think you missed a great opportunity to just continue the story, have another story in that universe. Right. There was no need to have uh, just start over, uh, and that's what I love about the way this movie's going is that it's a continuation of the – Maybe not of the story, certainly not of the original Ghostbusters, but it's another story that takes place in that world. Okay, well, I'll take and what that's that's so it. That's all I have to right, say about that. And there's something that I do. Okay. How they shoe- are you using my five minutes? I am. Okay. Because you didn't use all of it. How they shoehorned the original Ghostbusters in there, and they are not the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. That that to me kind of pisses me off. You were insulted. It, it, that's kind of them taking a piss on the original Ghostbusters because you're like, now you're some fat guy who's a taxi driver. Take that. 
It's like, oh, hey, you remember this? You yeah. remember this? Yeah. Well, that's all you're getting. But that's it. But anyway, so we get this. And we have our own little theories about this. Sure, sure. Uh, movie. And I honestly looked at yours and I'm like, damn, he's, he's probably right. He's probably right. But so do you want to do you want to tell your theory first? Well, yeah, I mean I, mean, I, I mean, I think they've made it pretty clear that the kids uh, in the story are related. The stranger, to Egon. Th- the stranger thing. Yeah. Yes. Finn, Finn yeah. Wolfhard. His name is Finn Wolfhard. What kind of that's an interesting name. Wolfhard. 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 Poor you don't kid. you don't wolf a little. You wolf hard. Or you don't wolf at all. I, I guess. But anyway, but yeah, that's there, another thing that this trailer's been compared there, to, by the way, is they're saying, oh, it's, it's Stranger Things. And I don't know how you don't have those comparisons. No, 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 when you 100%. Have one of the Stranger Things kids. But it seems it. fun. Yeah. Like, it literally, I'm like, oh, this seems fun. And actually, what's kind of sad is part of it, like, I saw it, I'm like, man, I, kinda, I really want to see this movie. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But part when of you me. You see Ecto 1 tearing down uh, the right, street. Right. When, and they're blasting right. after whatever right. in the gunner seat, right? But but my thing was, like, part of me was like, oh, well, like, I already know that the original cast has been casted mm-hmm. and are going to be in this movie, including Bill Murray. Right. Everybody right. is going to be in this movie. Well, not Harold Ramis, but yeah. Really? You had to do that? I'm sorry. You had to do that? I had to be don't, a jerk. Don't be a dick. I'm, I'm sorry for being a but dick. But anyway... But watching, yes, yes, it's true. But watching, this man has no dick. <laughs> that was ad lib, by the way. Um, <laughs> but watching this, at a point, I didn't really care if the original Ghostbusters were in it. Oh right, like, yeah. I looked, yeah. At, I was like, man, this is really goddamn good. It looked like an interesting story, right? You, you, and, that, and that's you kind of go thing. along for the ride. So, um, but anyway, so. Go ahead with your theory. I'm sorry. I keep I keep trampling all over. No, no. I mean, I, I think it's pretty apparent that the kids are related to Egon. Right. They moved into this farmhouse, which it's interesting that it would be Egon's family because the farmhouse is Belong something to Ray. it's more associated with Ray. Well, that's another thing that I was thinking was like, yeah, um, when they retired, Ray was like, you know what? I'm going to stay in the city. I don't want to move out there. I don't want to do anything like that. And maybe Egon's uh. like, well, what if I buy the house from you because yeah. I'm tired of... I want to be alone. I want to be secluded. You know, and that's kind of Egon's style Aww. anyway. That's his style. If you remember, he collects spores, molds, and fungus. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Print is dead. Anyway, um, but but my thing is, is like, I, I honestly think that maybe he was going to maybe turns the house into his own kind of lab, you know, and he does his own research. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, all where, right, I'm where with you. he's like, like, if they have a problem, maybe he, he's like, I'm getting a little too old for this, um, so he retires, maybe they put somebody new kind of a thing, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. you know, here's Winston and Ray still doing birthday parties. <laughs> and... But but what I'm saying is is like they they call him as a resource kind of a thing or maybe he's running the project from there. Well, what's interesting though is if you watch the the trailer though the picture they're painting is that basically there has been no paranormal right. There's activity. Right, been, been no issue because um, since 1985 and, and Ant Man tells him. Yeah, Ant Man. <laughs> I forgot that Paul Rudd was in yeah, this. Yeah. And, and you know what though? It makes me so happy. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, when I saw Paul Rudd, like I looked and I was like. That's perfect. I love some Paul Rudd. But he, he is just—he's he awesome. He is, and I, I'm going to say this: I honestly think he's the Bill Murray of this generation. Paul Rudd, really? I could—I could totally see it. He's been in some really funny movies. He's—he's he's kind of a goofball, but he's—he's he's comical, kind of. He's got good timing. He, he's I mean, a good 
every man. I, I find he, and he's a very funny actor right, too. Right, right. I don't find his comedy to be as sort of biting and no, cynical no, 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 as no, no, Murray. No, no. But, but but what I'm saying is, it's like I still kind of see him kind of. But it was kind of neat though. Like I said, like um, did you notice too? By the way, how did the how did the kid find the trap? Oh, it was in a. It was like in a compartment. It was like a secret compartment. It was in a puzzle box. Yeah, the yeah. floor was a puzzle box, and I was like, "Oh man, that's cool." Yeah. And then he pulls it out, and he's like, "Whoa!" He's like, "Nice replica," you know. Right, and he starts right, talking right. about it, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "You didn't know? Basically, you know, New York City was full of ghosts in the '80s." And and you get that little piano, that yeah. that great little yeah, the yeah, yeah. little Elmer Bernstein kind of musical cue. Love that, and also love the way that they used. Uh, Pete Bankman's speech. Yes. Uh, you know, call it fate. Call, call it luck. luck. Call, call it, it karma. karma. It was. It was really great. It's interesting how they used it because I feel like this is a is sort of treating what came before with this sort of almost like mythical reverence. Yeah. Almost. Well, and you know the other thing too, I have a feeling that the Spangler kids didn't know what he did. No, I don't think they realized that he was a hero. That no, he saved, no, no. He saved the world, you know, and, and that's kind of the thing. Like I'm waiting for them to watch it. You know, it's kind of, it's it's another it's another corny like reference. But right. if you remember in Harry Potter when he gets um, selected to be on the Quidditch team, yes, and he's like, "What if I'm not any good?" And Hermione says to him, "He goes, she's like, you're gonna do fantastic." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And she brings him to the trophy room. And shows him that his father uh, was a seeker, yeah. and he points at it, and he was like, "You didn't tell me your dad was a seeker." Ron tells him that, and he, mm-hmm. he goes, "I didn't, I didn't know." And I think it's going to be the same thing, sort like, of legacy. They were like, "Do you see that? That's your grandfather. It's, it's in your blood, man." The one thing I don't, I, I, that I guess I kind of don't like is I, I, I don't like that aspect of the idea that the Ghostbusters were sort of a flash in the pan thing. Like, okay, they had this big thing that happened in '85, but it was twice though. They had it in '90s as well, '85 in the '90s, and then they were just done. I, I always wished, and and no one can ever make a movie that's going to satisfy kind of everyone. But I always wished that they had sort of this continuity where you know. They, they're always needed. They're always needed, and that they did realize their dream of opening franchises. You know, like oh, yeah. uh, of having like you know Pete Venkman is the CEO now of Ghostbusters you know Inc. You know what I want? What, what? I want Ghost Smashers, and like in the comic book, like but in the com- yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah. But you know, I'm excited for it. No, I am too. So, all right, let's talk oh, about it. But your your theory though. Uh, so let's do yours. The, the rumbling, right? So the earthquakes that they're experiencing, and then all of a sudden, like the ghosts are starting to show up again. Well, well someone had to point this out to me i saw this in a video that the mine right. that they go to is the evo shandor it's the shandor mine. mine and shandor of course is the architect who created uh dana barrett's apartment dana building Barrett's building and crafted it out of all of these strange metals to harness supernatural activity no so studying no study yeah exactly um so all of the tremors are something there's something underground there's something happening in the shandor mine now Personally, I your theory, I my theory. Yes. Yes. There is something with the Shandor mine, but I believe that the metal Mm -hmm. was crafted um, like Spangler bought it. Okay. you think he bought it? I do. Okay. I think he's in control of it. And that's why he he's out there watching. But it's kind of weird, though, that you notice that he's or he he was before he died. But how weird is that, though, that Ray's house just happens to be in the same place as the Shandor mine? 
It is a little bit coincidental. So that's why I'm thinking maybe not. So maybe not, it's then. not Ray's farmhouse. Maybe Egon he specifically purchased it because, it because he knew that the Shandor right. mine was but there. what I think Which it I is, love that continuity. Right. By the way. But one of the things that I think it is, mm-hmm. I think it's a containment unit. I remember you, yeah. I think that e- like Egon a has a containment unit. unit and it needs to be maintained. And maybe he was out there and he wasn't telling them, and then he passed away, and they don't know if that something he, happens that to he me. Built a containment unit. They don't. They didn't. Ray and and you know Ray and Peter and and. It's Winston. an interesting theory, but why wouldn't he tell the other guys? Well, you'd think those would be the first people he would tell. He would tell Ray. He would tell who knows Pete. He I mean, would tell Winston. You, yeah, maybe, but once no, again, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to no, 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 your theory. no, 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 I, no, no, no. You're not. But I mean, just it, thinking out loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. Like you know, maybe he he it was one of the things that he was gonna tell them, and maybe he wasn't finished with it. Maybe I mean, there's a n- number of things that it, it could have been. Uh, I, so well, I think it suffice to say we're we're both really oh, excited. Oh, I'm for stoked, this. and I'm I'm really excited because I have a feeling. I, I just I hope they don't do an angle, but I have a feeling they're gonna do an angle. I want. Hey, does this still has this pole still work? I want Happy Go Lucky Ray. <laughs> Like oh, I, I, sure I we'll want him to be happy. Yeah. But I'm afraid we're gonna get like a Harvey Bullock Ray. I'm, no. I'm really afraid. No. No. That no, we're gonna no. get the. Yeah, I used to save ghosts, and now nobody. You know. We're the Frank Miller Ray. <laughs> I've seen some shit, man. I'm a goddamn Ghostbuster. <laughs> no, no, we're not but, gonna get that. You know, like, and I hope they have more, more fun with it. You know, the, the only thing that that is kind of upsetting to me, I understand his reasons for not for not coming back. But it does kind of bother me. I want Lewis. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. would like Lewis to be there. If but it, there's no, you think about it. There's no reason to really have him there. Like I could understand Dana Barrett because who I'm, does I'm, her taxes? I'm hoping that Peter and Dana finally married, or at least right. are a couple, and right. so it makes sense for them both to show up together. So, well, and if Lewis is gone, that means that Egon and Janine. Janine will be there. Right. Annie Potts is But what is I'm on. saying is th- there was that story. Yeah. Line. But if you remember yeah. in the comic book, she started dating somebody else. But he who lo- looked who looked like but the, from the cartoon. Real, the real yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, the which cartoon I, which, Egon. Which I loved. But but one of the thing is, is like, you know, I'm like, all right, well. But then I was like, wait a minute. Wouldn't the kids be like, Grandma, you know, and, and no, like they have no idea who this winch is. You know? No, I no, know. I don't. I don't think so. I don't, so. I don't think so. Anyway. What happened to Oscar? You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he'll feature in this. I'm okay. Maybe we'll get another trailer. I'm but, excited. But all I'm, all I'm in excited all, well. I, I can't wait to see it. I, I And I'm happy one to, also that um, it's being directed by Ivan Rettman's son. Yeah, yeah. And his son actually says in, like, interviews, remember being on set for the original Ghostbusters. I was there while they were filming. He's he's made – this is really outside his wheelhouse. Yeah, it really is. films he's made. Um, I think it's cool, certainly, to have that connection. Obviously, that's no guarantee. No, no, no. But, um, but yeah. Anyway, sp- uh, we got to move on. Speaking of things that go bump in the night, yes. uh, we got a Morbius trailer. Okay. Can I? All right. I'm going to say this. Say it. When they told me, like, hey, we're going to make a Morbius movie, I went, so? And? I was like, I don't really care. Don't care. Don't care. Those bastards. You're gonna, what, they, what did they do, Chris? I, what did they do? You care now, don't they you? They made it interesting. Oh, uh, son of a bitch. They they made it interesting. However, um, I'm happy that they went back to the comic book. What, what did they do? How did they make it interesting? Well, one, he's, he looks like he did in the comic book. 
one hundred percent. Okay, like he looks amazing. Um, but like just kind of the way that the the story kind of goes. I'm like, but yeah. that's not the most amazing. Come on, come on. Okay. There's uh, one more interesting. Come on, you do it. What? What's the most interesting thing? Come on, that he's in the Spider Verse. He is clearly in the the Spider Verse. However, a- and well, technically, however, in the MCU, right? But however, um. You know, the Spider-Man, that, there's actually a painting of Spider-Man on one of the walls. But the thing is, did you see the suit? That's not That's not Tom Holland's suit. I didn't pay close yeah. enough attention. Like, someone, I, I, it's a video that I watched. But the graffiti says murderer on it, so it's very clearly referencing the ending right. of Far From Home. Right. So, um, so there's that. And then, of course, I mean, the biggest spoiler of it all. When, when I saw Michael Keaton, I was like, Holy shit. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, hell, yeah. But um, so they were also talking about that this movie's kind of branching off and going to be other movies. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. do you know why they're saying that he's there? Oh, I mean, he, oh, like for what, like Sinister Six yes. kind of thing? There yeah. He's recruiting. A- and technically, he is, he's he's used, he, he is a Sony Property. Yeah. I mean, he's basically a Sony, I a, think so. a Sony property. I think he is. Um, have you heard, by the way, uh, who people would like to be in the next Spider-Man as a villain? Have you oh, have you read about this? Yes, I have. I don't think it's going to happen, but... Craven. And do you know who they want to play him? No. Who, who did they say? I, I, I think I've read it, but I don't remember who. You're going to love this. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <sighs> you are not going to love this. I rescind my comment. No, no, you no, are no, going no. to be ambivalent about this no 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 no. it's it's not that i i honestly i i think most comic book movies with jeffrey dean morgan that he's in Mm -hmm. he does an amazing job he's the comedian man but it it takes away from something i really wanted to see I wanted Flashpoint. Oh, jog on no but i want it so bad nobody (sighs) i i really do I know you want I really it. do. I, I, know, um, I know you want this. So You're not going to get it. I know. So the, So it's cool. But anyway, so with the Morbius trailer. Yes. Did, by the way, did you notice? So me growing up. Now, remember, my first interactions with the living vampire. Yes. Was the Spider-Man Saturday morning cartoons in the 90s. Oh, yeah, who didn't right. drink blood. He had these suction cups <laughs> on so his hands, <laughs> and like he was, he would like suck the life out of people. Never mind the fact that he had fangs. I no. mean, you watch the cartoon; he clearly yeah, has. He fangs. didn't use them though. He could bite someone, but he didn't. But we got Biting's we're, bad. We're a kid show. We can't so, show. Like he's back to like eating people, you know. But part of me was like, uh, like yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like part of me went, wait you, a minute. Were you looking for the suction I was. cups? I on was his like, hands? wait a minute. I thought, yeah. So I'm happy about that. So <laughs> people have all been going nuts. So the the doctor that he's talking to, have you heard the rumor? So it's it's the guy who played um, 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 Moriarty in the uh, Game of Shadows. Don't remember. Sherlock Holmes. Okay. You've seen the trailer, though. I, I have not. I mean, I have seen the trailer, right. but I don't remember. So. Sorry. Oh, the one who says, when is the cure? Right. Yeah, when is too far? Something like, when is too right. far, too far? And like, when the cure is they're worse thinking than the, he's the one disease. Of, they're thinking he's one of two people. Okay. He's Dr. Kirk Connors. Don't think so. Or he's Otto Octavius. Mm, which I could kind of maybe. see. Maybe. 
Maybe. Which I could okay. kind of see. Okay. So there's kind of that thing. And then, you know what else somebody said, too? That I, uh, And, of course, everybody's, like, jumping leaps and bounds and doing all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that they said, they were like, wait a minute. We've got a vampire in the, in the Marvel Universe. Didn't they say they were going to do a Blade movie? Yeah. So they were saying that... The, and and that Morbius was originally a supposed blade, to be... He was a Blade be, villain. He was supposed to be in the, the original Blade with Wesley Snipes. Yeah, but he was yeah. a Blade villain. But another thing, too. You know what? Comic book nerds around rejoiced, right? In the room, we had Batman and Joker in the room again. Did we? Oh, we did. Michael Keaton and uh, Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah. Do you think we were talking about this before recording the show? You know, you know what a method actor Jared. Yeah, Leto yeah, yeah. Is. We were talking about this. So, so like, as the Joker, he he would send these like weird gifts, like for dead sh- like for Will Smith, he sent like rounds to ammo to his house. For um, Harley Quinn, like he sent her a live rat. Yeah, and then, yeah. You know, just weird shit he was sending people. So uh, I don't know where they're filming Morbius or where they filmed it, but if there are people missing or they're finding people drained of blood, you might want to go check out Jared, Jared Leto house? because he's yeah. probably doing people in as, as you know, studying for the Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But um, I'm interested. I am intrigued. I would not go so far to say that I'm interested i really think hey. they threw this shit at us we're gonna to go get it, to but get we're it. gonna go see it we're gonna go see it i don't i don't know you know we're gonna go see it i'm gonna put myself there was only as undecided there was only one thing in that movie that i looked at and i went or the trailer that i looked at and i went you fucking stole that i don't like that what's that the bat scene he's literally standing in a cave and all these bats start uh, circling yeah, around them and i went yeah what are you gonna do? I'm yes, father. I will become a bat. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I'm I'm in I'm intrigued, but I don't know if I'm intrigued enough to go see it. I I really don't like villain centric movies. I, yeah. I don't. I mean, okay. I think for me, jo- Joker was the exception. We'll see. Let, let's see what happens after we get another trip. I like. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So, uh, last thing for movie talk is um, I, I just I wanted to mention uh, th- you know I. I f- we haven't talked at all about the CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, man. Which just concluded this month. Yes. Now, have, have you seen any of these? I, I have. I've seen, like, bits and pieces and stuff, so. Um, so, I mean, let me say this about that real quick, because, I mean, we're, we're, we're heading into a two-hour show here. So, there's there's some great fan service moments. I mean, if you're a fanboy. Can I be honest? What? Every episode is a fan service. Every uh, of, episode of, of the crisis. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is. Every it's, episode is a fan service. I I loved that we, you know, one last time we saw John Wesley's ship return as the '90s Flash. Oh, you mean uh, probably like personally my favorite Flash. Yeah. I love Grant Gustin. Do not get me wrong. I, I yeah. I agreed. Agreed. Barry Allen will always be though in my mind when I think of John movie ship. movie Flash. It is always going to be John Wesley. Well, ship. I have, and this is the thing. In 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 my comic book room, I don't have a Grant Gustin Flash, but I do have a John Wesley Shit Flash. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, uh, that's he's the thing. just. I mean, and it just has to do with our age. I think it's just we yeah. both grew up with the '90s yeah. show, yeah. so y- you get some great fan service moments. Um, we get Burt Ward. We get. I mean, just just you name it. Uh, I even though I mean even though it was not technically the Kingdom Come Superman, I love seeing Brandon Routh reprise the role of Superman. Of Superman. What about we got um, Kingdom Come Batman? But and, but and like you said, you didn't really like that because they, the, they changed it. They they made him into like Psycho Batman. Like that's like the new thing. That's the new trend in comics. Like imagining all of these horrible murderous versions of Batman, where he's like turned himself into the Joker, or yeah, he's yeah. become the Punisher, or he's just like in this case this you know he 
crosses the line and decides to start killing anyone who gets in his way. And I, it was, it was both interesting and felt like a, but also felt like a missed opportunity to have Kevin Conroy as Batman, as Batman in the way that they they yeah. had him. No, I agree. I agree. Um, so where does this leave us at the end? So the kind of the fallout from this is. Green Arrow briefly becomes the Spectre. I say briefly. Yeah, but did you? See, I'll be honest. I saw the costume. It. He was just wearing this big, giant, clunky green robe, and it looks so fucking weird. Spectre's kind of a hard. I, I agree with you. He looks no. He looks hoboish. I think they could do it. But Spectre's one of those characters. I don't know how well he could translate to the screen because it's basically a, a naked white dude in a. It's an albino dude in a green. Hood yep. and a cape. I mean, that's basically what it is. Tidy whities I mean, no, it's like they're green, but still, and boots. I, I don't know, but but yeah, and I say briefly because he dies again for the second time. He he dies both times. So I think if you're going to kill a character off twice, you kind of you you you're kind of defeat the purpose. Undermine, however, sort of the, the power. He's very much doing very very DC-ish. I mean, they've killed Green Arrow and brought him back, and yeah, they've, they've been a yeah, bunch of the comics. So true, I mean, true to form. I'm just saying. Um, you get so we, hey the CW now has their Justice League. We have yeah. a Justice League now that and, and it includes the Flash, Superman, Supergirl, Batwoman, Black Lightning, White Canary, and Martian Manhunter. And and I will say this, you know, I the dialogue. I think one of the things that this suffers from the most is just some of the dialogue is so like cringeworthy at times <laughs> and just so like oh god. Uh, but I would still place this slightly above Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wow. Yeah, uh, but uh, but well below the Avengers movies. Okay. Um, I so just a couple musings. Like I said, lots of fan service. We get the Hall of Justice at the end, um, uh, and we get a teaser for Gleek. Gleek, remember Gleek yeah. for the the, uh, the Super Friends? Uh, we the, get that the Wonder teased. Twins. Uh, yeah. Wait. So they literally had a purple monkey. Well, you see a cage that's broken. So the 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 Hall of Justice, oh, like they did with Grodd, like they did with Grodd. Uh, so they have a they're using a former Star Labs building, which is on the exterior looks like the Hall of of Justice. Oh, okay. Uh, but the inside of it looks like just a huge airplane hangar. <laughs> it's a fucking warehouse. It's very underwhelming. Like it's like. Maybe I don't know if they were that. That's one thing that this suffers from is the visuals. Sometimes are kind of meh. Like the fights with the anti monitor are kind of meh. They're like looks like they're fighting in a quarry. Um, You mean like Power Rangers? Yeah, basically. And while we're talking about Power Rangers, his so the anti monitor's henchmen. Yeah, I know. They're basically look like putties. (laughs) Exactly, with no legs and in the punch the Z's guys, punch the Z's. Come on, it's morphin' time. Um, in in the original comic, right? So the the Anti Monitor, who's the antagonist of right. this whole Crisis in Infinite Earths, he has these creatures that serve him. That they're, they're these shadow creatures. In the comic, they're they, gruesome. They're well, and they're also pretty formidable. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They, they, I I looked just to double check myself. I was looking uh, at the the comic last night, and like they're shrugging off. Punches from Superman and like blasts from Cyborg, and the heroes are like, you know, right. I'm, I'm hitting them with everything I got, and, and it's just slowing I'm them down. Them with everything I got. And in the TV show, if you sneeze on them, they, they explode. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just, it's like not intimidating at, at all. Right. And for something that's called the crisis, 
we really only had like one death. Now, I guess if you want to say everyone that like everyone on the Earth, all of the Earths right. that got destroyed right. died, but like Knox, <sighs> he's dead, isn't he? Nox he's finally dead. dead. He's finally dead. However, in the '89 Batman, I thought he died. No, no, he didn't. He didn't die. You know, he's supposed to die in the original. He really no. was supposed to die. No shit. Yeah, he was really that whole scene. He actually dies. So, so at the at the no, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they just recut it because they were like, oh no, he lives. At, at the end, so at the end of this, you know, we we have like now sort of these different Earths that exist. We have the Earth where Swamp Thing exists. Not we anymore. Have the Earth. Cause, no, no, we do. We, we we do yeah, so it's interesting. Not 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 TV show wise because they, uh, they, yeah, they canceled yeah, his ass. Yeah, I know. Well, he he will exist forever in our memories yeah. then. Well, anyway, um, there's an Earth where Doom Patrol takes place. Right, right. There's an Earth where Star Girl and Stripes takes place. There's you know there's an Earth. I guess there's an Earth where the Green Lantern movie is still a thing, like the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern Ugh. movie. Yeah, I thought Deadpool did away with all of that, but I, gu- I well, guess not. Well, also, too, um, well, no, of course not. It's Marvel. Um, <laughs> well, also, too. But he shot Ryan Reynolds. Don't you remember at the end of Deadpool 2, he, sh- he shot Ryan Reynolds yeah, before he Yeah, but that's could. a fourth wall kind of junk thing. But anyway, um, but also, too, now here's my question. Yes. So where's Titans in this? Uh, Titans has its own Earth, too. So it's its own yeah. Earth. Yeah. So you, it, it kind of doesn't exactly follow everything that happened. At the end of Crisis, every Earth was basically merged into one. Right. In this, at the end of this story in the TV show, the Earths just from Supergirl, Flash, and Black Lightning are merged, and there are still multiple Earths. So now, instead of Crisis... Uh, crisis on infinite Earths, it's now more just like crisis on multiple Earths. A lot of Earths. <laughs> just slightly fewer, crisis on slightly fewer right. Earths. Right. So, uh, I I enjoyed it. It's not perfect. Uh, if but that's what you get for a TV budget. It's, it's what you get for a TV budget. I like Melissa Benoist as Supergirl. I like uh, Tyler, I don't know what his Benoist? last name is. Benoist. How, how do you spell her last name? B-E-N-O-I-S-T. Tea. Is there an S in there? I thought it was yeah. Benoit. Maybe it's Benoit. Well, I'm sorry if I gave you an S that didn't belong there, anyway. Supergirl. Um, I really like her as Supergirl. She's cool, and you know, I, I kind of this are things. Do you that like? Do you like that she wears pants? I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm alright. It's cool. Uh, it, 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 like for me, I, I, I am. I am a pants agnostic. I'm, I have I'll no, be honest I, with you. Like there were a lot of people that, that got pissed off because they're like, "Well, that's not in the comic book. She always wears a skirt." And I look at it, I was like, "I don't really care." Dude, it's, Why does it, that matter? It's all right, man. It's okay. But anyway, I'm the sorry. Sun, I don't the sun will still come up tomorrow. No, no. It's, I don't want to be that guy. It's a, it's a fair question. Um, I, I liked it. It wasn't perfect. I think it's I think it's worth. Uh, you know, you can probably you can check it out now on CW. It's on CW yeah. It's it's for free. It's it's worth a little a looky loo. So um, that's it. That's all I got for movie talk. All right. You want to um, do some uh, toy box? Well, actually, I wanted to talk about. Um, oh. I want to talk about the new Deathstrip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What, so am, I, what am I saying? Yeah. So, CWC released a new uh, cartoon, uh, animated series. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it animated series, not cartoon. Animated series. Precisely. Um, and it's it's called uh, Deathstroke. Um, Night, Knights and Dragons. Knights and Dragons, right. So, of course, it is uh, written by our good friend, uh, J.M. Demetrius. And so here's basically the kind of story with it. You ready? Ten years ago, Slade Wilson, a.k.a. the super assassin called Deathstroke, made a tragic mistake and his wife and son paid a terrible price. Now a decade later, Wilson's family is threatened. So what's kind of neat is 
you see, like, so far there's only been one episode released. I, I guess they'd say there's going to be a 12-episode series, but I don't know, how, like, how often they're going to be releasing them. I'm, I'm oh, waiting okay. for episode, su- episode two. It's kind of like what he did with Constantine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, what I recommend, though, you have to download CW Seed on on any app, and you can watch it. So okay. it's for free. It's, it's none of it. You can't watch it on YouTube. No, you can't. Okay, you can't. I don't think you can. But CW Seed is is the way that that it's been. Um, the animation is absolutely gorgeous. It looks like every DC movie that they've done, um, and I love the cast. I absolutely love. You know who they have? Who's doing the voice of Deathstroke? Oh, right? that's Mr. Michael Chiklis, the commission himself. Uh, Vic Mackey from the <laughs> Shield. Let's 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 not. Are, are we not talking about the commish? Are he, no? We're also not talking that he was the thing as well. Okay, all right. But um, Vic Mackey. Yeah. So it's just it's so good, and we get Bronze Tiger, we get the Jackal, we get Hive Queen, we get Lady Shiva, we get Jericho, we get you know just all of these these great. Things and kind of, kind of how it starts off is, um, it's kind of a Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It's kind of a true lies situation. Oh, okay. Where she was a soldier, his wife was a soldier as well. Yes, that's yeah. how they met. You're right, right, right. But he's like, oh, I'm, I'm never gonna do it again. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna do that. I'm well, never gonna dance again. Yeah. So he ends up getting the, um, the serum, and he was like, well, it didn't work. He's like he's like a kind of an evil Captain America, right? No, oh, he's an evil Batman. One hundred percent, he's an evil Batman. But yes, the evil Captain America. El- elements of Captain power America. wise, yes. But he, well, let's be honest. Captain America has killed people. They were Nazis, though. They had it coming. Oh, okay. So I mean, that makes the difference. But anyway, um, so, but but the thing is, is you know, he he makes his wife believe that that the power didn't work. And, you know, that the, the serum didn't work. He didn't get any powers. He didn't do anything like that. When in actuality, it did work. And mm-hmm. it did work well. And he started doing uh, mercenary. Mer- he started merkin. He started doing mercenary missions. And he's going into, like, countries and, like, overthrowing governments. Just him. And, like, he, in the, in the first episode, you see him. And he goes into this government. And he kind of, like, sneaks in, into them. And he starts talking to the president, and he has a, a sword to this guy's throat. This president of this other oh, country. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen and this starts, clip. And he starts talking to him, and he tells him, he goes, um, and it, it, actually, he's now he was he, sent there. He's to not the president. He, he was, was sent there to kill the general by the president. Right by the president. And he says to him, he goes, you know, how are you going to run the country? He goes, you're going to run it like a de- uh, democracy. You're going to do it this way. You're going to da 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 because I know that you're a good person. And he's like, well, what makes you think that I'll be able to do that? The president will probably kill you because and he pulls that. You head. mean this and president? And, <laughs> and he pulls out the president's head. And Severed he, head. And he <laughs> kind of like makes him look face to face. And he goes, do you see the shock on his face? Because that's about what you're about to look <laughs> like if you don't do it this way. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll do, I'll do it your way. I'll do it your way. And that that's kind of how it works. Well. And then there's the matter of my fee. Yeah, and that's and and as a true mercenary, you know, and he gets paid. But then the wife, his wife, finds out. She finds out that he is actually because um, the jackal. You know what this is? What? This is the hardcore Incredibles. Yeah, that's what, that's what this is. Yeah, it really is. This is like if Bob Parr like killed people, started killing people. But the thing is, is um, so the jackal comes to find him. Phrasing. Yeah, shows up at his at his house. To find him, and instead he finds the wife and child, and 
beats the hell out of out of the wife, breaks her leg. I mean, but it's very graphic. Like oh. you see her leg kind of oh snap in a weird di- way. And, oh God! And he, he abducts the child, and he basically tells Deathstroke, "He goes, you want your kid back? You need to meet with me." And he's trying to get him to join Hive, and he's like, "Join Hive," and he goes, "No, I'm not going to join Hive." He goes, "Okay, well." And he hits a button, and his kid's in this containment unit. He goes, okay, well, then say goodbye to your, your son. I mean, it, it's just kind of how it works. Oh, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to yeah, think about it. you don't want to think about it. But uh, Hive is like what? It's like DC's version of Hydra or something? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, actually, in Green Arrow. Like in terrorist Arrow, organization. In Arrow, they've actually, they're a uh, cyber uh, cyber terrorist, basically. Okay. So They bully you online and you know make fun of your... More, Selfies. No, more of like hacking into uh, government computers, hacking into bank accounts, hacking into, you know, cha- overthrowing the world by a computer. Because cyberbullying is bad, too. Yeah, I, I agree. I know. I know. But it's it's a little more than that. Okay. So, but anyway, um, you guys got to see this. I, if you are a fan of Deathstroke, and, and that's the thing, like, this, even if you're not, this will make you a fan of Deathstroke. Like, I was like, man, this is really cool. And It, it sounds really intense. But this is... This is this is TVMA, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is something that we're going to talk with. We're going to be interviewing uh, the writer himself. In uh, two weeks. Yeah, in two weeks we're going to be able to do this so that way we can have it. But one of the things that I want to discuss, and something that I really, really loved about it, and I'm, you know, I'm going to try not to gush. I want to get it out now so that yeah. way when we talk to him, is he's really humanized this character. Whereas you see both sides of it. So you see the the mercenary where he's cutting everybody's heads off and just shooting people and doing all this kind of stuff. But then you also see before he went out to go and do this, Mm -hmm. he was FaceTiming with his kid and his, his son looks at him and he goes, daddy, come on, read the story. And he's like, he goes, he goes, well, I don't think I can read it. I got to go. I got a business meeting. He goes, come on, daddy, read me the story. And he pulls out this book talking about a shining knight and he's this medieval story but what's cool about it he carries the book in his suitcase and the kid has his own book at the house so he can read the same book together really kind of with him humanizes and it humanizes showing that how much of a of a of a father he's really trying to be and you find out why he's doing the mercenary work is for them he's doing it for his family it's it's basically like you know, it's like I tell my family, I'm only good at one thing. You know, it's kind of hard. Killing Nazis. Well, no, it, it, it's it's macrame. It, you know, and, and no. you know, I normally don't talk about my normal life, but it was something that like I ever thought about switching careers or doing something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what I was created for, what I was trained to do, it's kind of hard to put on a resume going to work at like an IT field mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's it's kind of hard right whereas this it's kind of the same thing where he's like look I'm only good at one thing I'm good at creating war and solving problems that's what I do and so he goes to make money and you know unfortunately he lied to her and you know it's it's you can see and, both, and she, both and sides. And she, she pays for it. Oh, I mean, her, the whole family pays for. Oh his Lord, lie. does she? And yeah. you know, they end up getting divorced. I mean, they, they're split up. They don't. You know, you find out later on that she's like, "That's it. I, I can't deal with lies anymore. You're not going to do this anymore. You're not going to do this to me or our child." You should probably put a spo- spoiler warning at the beginning when you start talking about this. No, nah, it's, it's too bad. So many too bad. We said spoiler warning way far before. Well, we said spoiler warning about about the too bad. Clock. You're listening to the show. <laughs> That's how it works. When we say spoilers, the the whole show is spoilers. Yeah. Everything you should know. No, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll I'll put it up on uh, okay. I'll put it in the listing. So, all right, 
so, but yes, you, you guys need to you, to um, to watch it, but also tune in with us so that way we can we can talk with JM. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's going to be a, a fantastic time. I'm really. And you know what? If you have questions, this be kind of cool. If you have email questions, us, please email us questions. We and we'll select your your questions uh, to give to uh, Mr. JM. Yeah, so we can do that. All right, you want to do a little toy box? Let's do some toy box. Yeah. <laughs> Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Dude, it's your show, man. Oh man, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I am handing over the reins. Oh man, these are sticky. Yeah, sorry. All right, so we've got a couple figures to talk about. Um, do we ever? Oh man, do we? Like I said, Christmas was very good to me this year. Uh, but one of the things that I I want to talk about is so DC has finally, finally found a company I think worthy of their characters. Now, that that's not to say that the other figures, the multiverse figures were bad. I, I don't I, I, I will say they were hit and miss. I will say that some were good quality, some were that last uh, rung that came out. The one that I have here, the no, Batman run. No, 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 the um there's one that came after that that had uh Poison Ivy, Joker, and black costume Batman, and I will say they—I have looked at them. They are utter shite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're a target. They I saw those. Are yeah, 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 utter shite. It's—I um, almost feel they're like laughable. The company that was getting replaced by McFarlane wanted to give like a big middle finger to, to DC. DC. And be like, okay, here, here's your do you fucking know what those, figures. But you. do you know what those really look like? Like the black costume Batman. I looked at it and I was like, that looks like a taller '89 version. With but yet his utility belt was a grappling hook, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Not this one. Uh, you know, so it was kind yeah. of the same thing where I was like, man, these kind of look like that, but I, they did look like shite. They they look like shite. I, I would say that the multiverse figures, yeah, they were up until this point were really kind of hit and miss. There were some yeah. good ones, there were some bad ones. But now, yeah, McFarlane is, uh, he's And they're proven. the same price. He's, yeah. And this is another thing, too. These figures that I'm going to talk about, they're $20. Yeah. They're $20 figures. They're very, very They good. are gorgeous. So, like or hate the design, the quality looks so fantastic. So we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about that. So I'll tell you about my, my pros and my cons. Please do. So yes. we have two here. Um, are, are we gonna throw some pictures up on the on the uh, yeah yeah, on our yeah, Facebook yeah. So page? we'll make sure that we oh, make okay. sure that we do that. Um, so there's two here that I, I have purchased. I am purchasing a couple more. I know I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have seen the, some of the other figures that were there at the store. So this line, if if I may, if, if I don't know if yeah, you yeah, remember, but it, it the series includes. Uh, Batman the Animated Series, uh, Batman, well, so here. done in the Bruce Tim style. Okay, so that's the one I purchased. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have a comic book accurate Batman. Mm-hmm. They have a Superman accurate Batman. Or, no, Superman accurate. You mean Super- comic book, comic book Com- accurate sorry. Superman. Sorry, sorry. I'm, my brain's You're so excited. So excited. I know. This is, this so is great. a comic book accurate Superman. Right. An animated series Superman. Right. A Justice League cartoon Green Lantern yeah. and a Harley Quinn done in a cartoon a co- comic comic style comic, comic style but it looks kind of uh it, it looks kind of Bruce Timish. It do, so it does look a bit she Bruce Timish. She does look a little Bruce Timish. But anyway, w- wait, but you left off there's there's oh. three others. Remember way back when when we were talking about Batman Metal? Yes, which is right. They have a Superman Metal that they're going to release. And, well, remember though how it had all the evil Batman yes. the and yes. so what did you say? I don't know if you remember, but I remember you said this. They need to make action figures. You know that they're doing this to make action just figures. to make toys. Yeah. And yeah. sure enough, yeah. 
the Batman who laughs, who right. is one of the that was evil the biggest Batman, one. Yeah. Uh, is in well, he's just the beginning. I'm sure we're oh. going to get the drowned, well, the red, like Death, I told you, the devastator, all all of all of those. Well, they have Superman in the unchained armor, so I mean, I, I'm not as familiar with that, but that yes, they have Superman in some type of armor, and then they have what's called the Hellbat armor. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not familiar yeah, yeah, yeah. with so, the story. That's but from. each one of them kind of has a different thing. Apparently, they're doing also a Birds of Prey Harley Quinn. By the way, I'm happy we're not talking about that trailer because <laughs> like utter utter garbage. Um, they're doing a Nightwing as well. They're doing a comic book accurate Nightwing as well. And a Stephen Amell Arrow. Yes. Um, so this is another one on the Superman. Um, and then also I think that's they're doing a Bat Raptor. So a vehicle. So they uh, are doing a vehicle. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and there's a Build-A-Figure with this. Uh, not really a Build-A-Figure. It's not a figure. figure. We're building a Batmobile. We're, we are building a Batmobile. So... I'm I'm kind of excited about it, but all right, let's let's talk about um, the animated you series. Can, you Batman. can't wait to jump I, into this. You've I, been waiting to tear no, into this. I've been wa- and, and the thing is, I've kept it in box, waiting for the show, so that way we can we can we can talk about that. Um, one of the things I kind of laughed at when I I just noticed is that um, the positioning of Batman, um, he, he looks kind of like. Uh, like he looks like he's trying to ask out a date and he doesn't really know how to do it. You know how you do like the little ankle thing where, he, where you're sitting there and you're kind of <laughs> spinning around. You see the ankle? Like uh, the way that they kind of put his feet. So, so uh, uh, do you like food? Uh, do, you, uh, do you like caves? Do you like, do you like bats? You know, it's, 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 it's. Do you want to go have dinner in my cave? So anyway, bats? all right. So this Batman figure, you can definitely tell it's animated series Batman, but. I I have definitely my my something's amiss. My my loves. What's amiss? My loves and my my dislikes. So my love with this is, I mean, you look at him, he's stunning. I mean, he he really does look like it, but he looks like kind of a. You do have a little bit of a gapage. Yeah, you do. You, you definitely you do, and I think the, it's just the, the the you know he's lost a little weight. But the other thing too is, he kind of looks like a a little bit of a knockoff of the animated series. So, like, you look at him and you're like, yeah, that's the animated series, kind of. <laughs> well, he definitely looks, to me, like a, uh, a mixture of the design from the original animated series. And the fourth season. The, uh, yeah, the fourth season, yeah. the new adventures, yeah. uh, particularly this, uh, this cowl. Um, yeah. So, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull him out. Actually, unbox him. So we can actually do it. Get him out of the uh, the old plastic. Here. I'm I'm recording this for posterity, so this is great. We're I gonna throw this. throw this up on our uh, our Facebook page. Eh, easy release. That's kind of a nice thing. Um, so he comes with alternate hands. We get a batarang, and it's a animated series accurate batarang, which is kind of cool. So it's the flat here, and then you know the the bat ridges, and we get a uh, a grappling hook. But I've never seen. I, I've seen that. I, I recently started rewatching. I don't know where the, the spikes come the from. The animated series and the original had uh, there. There were spikes. It it did. It looked. It looked like this. I know what you're thinking of the kind of the claw version of yeah, it. Is, yeah, that, is yeah, that what yeah, you're yeah, picturing? Kind of, kind of. But typically, like you just get this part. And I'll be honest. I might cut those off. Yeah. So. Because I'm, I'm used let, to the, just the black. Let, let's get a little bit of a, a sense of the articulation. Can you? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sh- so t- talk about that a little bit. All right. So judging by it, we get. All right. So we'll we'll start from head and work our way down. So from 
head? Can we get a side to side? Kind of. I mean, so it, it, is it on a? Is it on a? It looks like it's on a ball it joint. Is on a, it is on a ball joint, but it's like his entire the, face. The cape, I think, probably restricts some of the, yeah, the yeah. movement. Like, it can does. he look up? How how far can he look up? N no, can't really look up. No. Can he look down? No. Can't, that no. chin gets in the way. Yeah. He can basically just do side to side. Yeah. Can that's, he? That's and that even looks kind of limited. But what's kind of neat though? Yikes! Look at okay. the eyes. Look how sunken in. The eyes are from the side. Can you see that? Yeah. So that looks. I mean, you almost. I mean, on, on the camera right now, we on the we, side we, you can't really we, see. We it, can't yeah. even really see it. That's yeah. kind of cool. I, I like that. I, I you you like the yeah? I do. Okay. I, think right. I think it's kind of neat. Now it's not a cloth cape. It's a it's a plastic oh, cape, no, right? It, yeah, it's a plastic cape, but it's nice. Look at the, look, the beautiful. The blue look. here is is one hundred percent accurate. Let, let's I just kind of go this. from the the top down. So so what kind of uh, the shoulders? Uh, so we get an up and down. We get out we, to the side. We don't have so it's like a hinge, a rotating hinge. Oh, is that a ball joint on the on the shoulder? Yeah, I think it is okay. actually. So, I mean, it's a good, good, fair range of motion. The cape kind of does block a little bit of the shoulder. Um, yeah. But because of the way that it's set up, it, so we can it do that. And that's always been sort of the thing with McFarlane is he has always been more for appearance right, over right. over range of movement. So we get an elbow joint, but doesn't seem like okay. Is it uh, single or double jointed? Does it look like it's? Uh, oh, it's like look ratcheted. It's yeah. like wow. Huh. So okay. But what's nice is like you feel it click. So yeah, like, yeah, it stays, that's, it that, stays. that's sturdy. So we've got that. Does it feel brittle at all? Are, are you worried no. that you're going to break it? No, no, no. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think so. And then it snaps in my hand, and, I'll, I'll, <laughs> and I'm going to fuck. And then, that. and then you're going to cry. So. And then, okay. So how about at the wrist? What do we got at the wrist? We got a hinge. So we've got a, a ball at the wrist. Oh. So it spins all the way around. Yeah. Look. Oh, so we got we got a ball joint and a hinge. It looks like. Yeah. See. So. Yeah. Can you, you can get his fist into all kinds of unnatural positions. Yeah, you know, Batman sitting here. And, um, and then it looks like uh, we got so mid torso. We got yeah, we got uh, mid torso. Uh, is that a, that looks like a some type of uh, swivel? Yeah, I'm trying to see if it's GI Joe rubber band, but I don't think it is. Yeah. So, so we got that. And then the the uh, what about at the waist? No, see, so you so it, so it it rotates yeah, it's all at the uh, yeah ro rotates at, at the hip. Gotcha. Yeah. So then at the leg, see, <laughs> look at these cute little feet. Um, so at the leg, we've got double joints. So that's that's pretty awesome that we have that. I how mean, how far can he kick out? Um, he can do a full. How about how about kick uh, kick forward? Can, oh, that's not bad. That's not that's, that, that's, that's that is not bad. Yeah, he's really not bad. And then kick backward. How far can he kick backward? That's so kind of out to the side. Well, I mean, there's a cape in the way. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the cape does kind of restrict motion. Movement. And then uh, at the the knees, looks like double jointed knees. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty pretty good. So we get the full, and it's the same. Oh, you're gonna put you're gonna have so much fun with this. You're gonna put him into so many cool poses. It's, That's awesome. It's it's the same ratchet. Like I feel the same ratchet as I do here inside. That is so, so cool. Um, and then at the ankle, we've got the same ball joint as we do for the fist. And then for. Um, what about the feet? Yeah, that's what I'm worrying about because he is very, very top heavy. And so, how sturdy do those ankles feel? Like, can you? I know he comes with a stand, but just kind of uh, feeling it out now. Well, hold on. Let's see if I can get him to stand. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. See, let me know if you can if you can get him to stand. I mean, clearly. Uh, I mean, clearly, to be you honest, could the use cape, 
the cape kind of would, would help. But. That's that's always tricky with the the caped characters because they they have so much weight that pulls them backward. Um, so th- those ankles look like they're on a ball joint. Is that is that what that is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't love the ball joints for the ankles. I'll be honest. I I, I think I prefer uh, hinges with the the ankle pivot. Um, look at that. Can you face him face him toward the yeah, the yeah, camera? Yeah. I'm I'd like to. to I'm trying to see if I can get him to move a little. Attention to bring him a little forward. I'm trying to find his center of balance here. Ta-da. That wasn't that All wasn't right. that difficult. That, that wasn't that hard. Okay. That wasn't that Sweet. Difficult. It, do you mind? May I, may yeah, I take yeah, a look ahead, at him? And what, while you're getting our next uh, yeah, contestant yeah. ready, I'll kind of give you my thoughts about it. Yeah, I I like this. I I like no, this. No, I really a do. Lot. Like I said, I think he's really nice. I like this a lot more uh, than I. I it's certainly better in hand. Oh wow, those those joints. So if it, uh, just so that you know, those they spin. Those joints are well, but they and they click. Yeah, I know. They they they. Click really tightly, um, yeah. You know what? I'm yeah, and I'm I'm putting him in a stand now. Oh, buddy. Oh, uh, what do oh, we got? Buddy. All right, so we're we're getting ready to our second unboxing. Second unboxing now. Okay. So another thing that he comes with, obviously, he comes with a stand, but I don't know if you noticed, he comes with a little animated series trading card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- they're they're loading you up with all kinds of cool little tchotchkes. Oh, buddy. Uh, this next one I'm so excited for. So and so you know me. I I am not really like that big of a fan of this character, but oh my god, I'm so happy about it. We are we are uh sh- shall I reveal it or do you want to you you I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. This is your show, man. I'll, I'll let you uh Well, no, 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 no. I mean, you're my partner. I mean, it's kind of how things work. Hold on. So I don't want to steal your thunder though. We have the comic book accurate Superman. Um, I personally love this design of Superman. My, my ideal for Superman, he's always been kind of thin. He doesn't have to be... He's still very, very muscular. Right, right, right. But he doesn't have to be like this big, hulking monster. No, no, it never made sense. I never thought of uh, of Superman as being like a, a, a bodybuilder. Um, no, I, I always thought of... He is like sort of the... I've thought of him as having more of a physique of like one of those old timey weightlifters, not with more bulk, not necessarily with a lot of definition. Okay. So I will say, already difficult trying to get him out. But oh yeah, so look, we're look looking at, that at the look at that punum. Yeah, he's it's the same. Uh, I've got really shitty lighting in here, so it is yeah, not. Yeah. I, I'm not doing him justice. Uh, but he he, I mean, much better in person. Than uh, what the the camera's gonna reveal? Yeah, no, 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 and and that was kind of your thing that you were little little apprehensive about when you when you bought them. So it's it's literally got the same pivotal movement. Um, I, I'm telling you, more and more that I'm looking at. Ooh. I'm sorry, I know we're talking about Superman, but the more I'm talking about this, looking at this Batman, yeah, uh, I really didn't think I was gonna like the animated series yeah, Batman. I know. And he's growing, so he's grown on me. So yeah, we got Superman now. Um, get a, uh, pretty the, good up. Yeah, yeah. The arc- articulation now we're talking about on Superman. Got so a good down. Oh, he can look. Yeah. So we've got a good one there. Like I said, you get much your better board, so. ar- ar- articulation. Yeah. On the on the head. So that's another. Bo- that's a ball joint on the on the head. Yep. And then on the like I said on the on the elbow. It looks like single jointed elbows. Yeah. So both of these have. But sing- these are the ones that are ratcheted. Still, you can feel it. Clicking. it that that powerful clicking. Yeah, I just the hope the they're not brittle. That's the only. I just thing. don't think they're gonna be. But. 
So let's see if we can get a decent but look at this. I mean the cape looks beautiful and um I I like that the S on his chest is embossed. Yes. I, and that I was like something that. you and I were talking about earlier that uh I thought was really, really neat. I, I, I liked this Superman when I saw him uh the first pictures and I I think I like him even better in person now looking at him. Um, now so it, it looks like the articulation is pr- th- those those ankles I I think are they're pretty sturdy yeah. aren't they I mean yeah. you you need you have the stand but I like I like it when a figure can well stand on its own I just realized something that his stand is much better than what I thought it was going to be and I'm going to show you so here if you want to try to yeah yeah let me let me see uh, I'd like to uh, wow yeah so the thing with Superman is. Yeah, his hair gets a little bit in the way. With, with Superman, you want to be able to get him into a decent flight. flight pose. Which you can in this. But let me know when you're ready. And let me know how when you're excited. I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm excited now. Ready I'm, for the stand? I'm ready for the stand. Show, sure? me, show me the stand. You sure? Show me the stand. He's got kind of pudgy fingers. I'm just going to say that. It's a fl- yeah, we get a flight yeah, stand. We get, We're we get getting a, a flight we stand. Get a flight I'm stand. like, oh, my God. Because yeah. I was honestly, when I bought him, I'm like, Oh God! I gotta figure out a way to get him to fly, and I, I was thinking of the fishing lure and doing all that, you know, the, the, or the fishing line. Uh, but th- I Chris, don't need to. This is a so I'm gonna compare this with a Superman figure that I recently got, yeah. which was the DC Essential Superman, and I, I liked that Superman figure, but I think this one actually may blow it out of the water. Wow! For a couple reasons. One thing. Um, one of the flaws in the DC Essential figures is that they had this weird gappage issue going on, like with the bat where the where the le- no where the legs met with the pelvis. Yeah, it's kind of nice that it overlaps, isn't it? There's a really it does restrict the range of motion, but it just looks so much. Do you know better. what else I like? You've you got notice? me so excited that I've got this. You see the little ordered. details. Look at the cuffs on and, here, and that that's I like. con- that's consistent with the the new Fifty Two. Look at the um, look at the the seam down the pants. Yeah, I mean these are these are beautifully detailed. I love the texture. Tight, tight joints. Yeah, right. Tight, tight. I love that. Oh, we you didn't mention that the, both of these figures have toe articulation. Yeah, yeah. Which the is the only thing really I don't like. Good. They use the black peg in uh, in the um the toe joint. So here, look. A, a black peg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I almost don't want to give them back to you. I, I like I like one. So run, if run you look at the it. the toe joint. Oh yeah. So they used a black. Yeah, it's a little nitpick. I mean, that—that's. Listen, if that's my biggest gripe about a Superman figure, it's weird. I've had people talk, seeing uh, on the internet webs, so many people talking shit about these characters, uh, about these figures, and damned if I just—I they don't need to shut their goddamn mouths. They do. They need to shut their filthy mouths because these are beautiful. Well, you know, all I mean, just, just all art is subjective, right? And like these, these are little mini sculptures. Yeah, I'm going to tell you how much I love this. I am right now live. I, I'm going to I'm going to pre-order a Batman animated oh, right now. All right, right now at this moment. So I love I love it this much. I will be buying one more, um, definitely from this series. I, I need to buy the Nightwing. I know I need to buy the Nightwing, but I'm I'm going to buy the comic book uh, Batman. And okay, he is just as beautiful as this Superman. See, I didn't. From the pictures, I oh. didn't like him, so I'll be curious I get to, him, to see yeah. when, when you get when him. When I get him, he's got a little bit of a smaller face. He like looked his chin. like a, he looked like a like he had a tiny head. He kind of does, but man, does it look cool! It looks so good, and like I said, you know, honestly, these figures. What do we call NECA? 
They're the poor man's hot toys. These could probably give NECA a run. These could give NECA a run for his money. I, I, I agree. I, I agree. I, I really think they could. And, and as I do like NECA, but one of the problems I have with NECA is they, they do tend, they're a little brittle. They're, and these do not feel like they are, like they are so brittle. Uh, it's, it's a balance, right? Because sometimes the actually the cheaper toys, like the ones more intended for children, are a little more sturdy. Right. So they're, they're actually that. a little bit I mean, more ro- robust. Yeah, I think he this guy's gonna this new Superman. He's gonna replace my DC Essentials. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I like him. Because I'm gonna see if I could switch out fists and whatnot. Yeah, that's it, man. You've made a believer out of me. Uh, I I was on the fence about this Batman thank animated you, series, thank but you, thank um, you, Todd McFarlane. Which I gotta. I, oh, all right. That, wh- was pre- that was pretty easy. Oh, you're swapping out the hands. Yeah, because I mean, I'm always worried about breaking these things. That's look at that. Yeah, that was easy. That's nice. And it it didn't take it, you know. And you know what else is nice too? The color detail, since it's a comic book accurate, you can't see it in the camera. Yeah. Look at the the highlights. He has blue highlights. Does he? In Does his he? Hair. Yeah, the lighting is kind of bad where we are right now. Um, but if you look like at his at his, um, it's curl it's it's a whatnot. beautiful face sculpt. Yeah, it's just a beautiful face sculpt. The the seams in the in some of the artwork that I had seen for this, Chris. Honestly, uh, I was a little worried that this upper torso looked a little too bulky. Sm- uh, Actually, I think it, it looked a little too small, but actually seeing it now in hand, um, I think it looks great. Yeah, no, I mean, these I'm are, these, so excited. These are, these are fantastic. I'm so happy that I have him. Um, the only, there's only one, there's two figures that I looked at and kind of were a, a gripe about uh, them. Oh, okay. So I'll start with one with the mini gripe, and then I'll start with the, the big gripe. Go on. So my mini gripe was the Jon Stewart Green Lantern. Okay. I, I love that character. I think it's great. But they like, they got his shoulders real fucking he, wide. He looked a little disproportionate. I've seen that. His complaint. head looks weird. They went with the bald John Stewart with the goatee, like the later series. And I was like, why did you guys go with that when you had the perfectly good one from the first season? You know, and I, I love Phil Lamar. So, you know, I was like, oh, man, I can I can get a Phil Lamar figure. And this is this is really cool. And I'm very excited for it. Um but so that's that's kind of my my mini gripe. But my bigger gripe is the animated series Superman. And I know why. Well, because here's the thing, and I and I, I talked to you on the phone about this. I am kind of a purist when it comes to that. Like, I was like, okay, I'm I'm buying the animated series Batman. I need to buy the animated series Superman to match. But I don't want him. He's got a mullet. He, he does. He's got, like, this mullet thing it's going so on. It's so weird. Like, his hair, lo- like, it just doesn't look, like, I think I told you. It, it's like they're doing almost the return of Superman, Superman, where, like, he came back after after he got killed with Doomsday right, and but, he had a mullet. But kind of the thing that I was going to do was I, I literally was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I might buy this uh, animated series Superman, and I'm going to shave the back of his hair. So that way I can give him a crew cut myself. Just give him a little trim, and then and then paint buzz it, buzz. and then repaint it myself. I was like, man, I'm I'm pretty close. That's that's kind of what I want to do. So, but these, these are, are twenty dollars. These are fantastic. Twenty dollars. These are these are cheaper than they have any right to be. So honestly, you, if you guys are interested, you you need you need to go and get these two. And I am buying one live on air, yeah. right now because that is how much I love this Batman animated series figure. It is just 
I'm so so and so you have sweet. the animated series figures that were released. I do, I do, and and, and so and this like he he dwarfs like he he dwarfs those other figures. He he yeah yeah I you know it, I like the ability to have characters interact. Yeah, I like putting them together. And one limitation of the animated series figures was they're that I tiny. could I could never have them really they're interact. They're wee with Batman. Them. They're wee Batman. Yeah, they're wee. Um, so, so yeah, I, I like this fair. I like it much better than I originally thought That's I would awesome. looking at it. Uh, does Superman, so the accessories he comes with, it's extra set of hands That's and it. flight stand? And his flight stand, which is, which is fine. Okay. All right. All right, man. So where can you find these? So these, honestly, uh, I went to Walmart. I, I, I just bought mine on Amazon. Amazon. You can go to your co- local comic book store. I'm sure that they, uh, they're going to have them through. Go to Famous big, and Faces and Funnies. Go, go, uh, big, know, ba- big Bad Toy Store. Big Bad Toy Store has uh, got a I pre-sale right Dor- now. Dorkside Toys also has, yeah. has got them. They have a Batgirl, which is nice. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to, to be able to do that. So, McFarlane, thank you. You've finally given us you know decent DC figures. Because the Marvel figures have been have Well, been he, never ha- he never had the license. He before. never had a chance. Yeah, never yeah. Never had a chance. So finally, we're, we're going to be able to, to get that done. So Sweet. Yeah. So uh, if you're going to go to your local comic book stores, make sure you bring money. Bring money. Go see our friends at Famous Faces and Funny and bring money. All right, guys. Um, so a little call to action. Let's make sure that uh, you know how to get a hold of us. Like I said, send your questions in for um, J.M. Demetrius. Go ahead and send it to justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and give us a like at, on Facebook.com. Uh, we'll post some of these pictures and, and probably this video on Facebook as well. Go ahead and put in there, you know, ask a, put the questions on there. Uh, you know, I mean, any way you can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube, iTunes. Um, I know on SoundCloud you can leave messages and, and whatnot. I, we'll get back to you so that we can do that if you have questions. Another thing as well. If you're looking for these figures, and, but you can't find one. Right now, the hard one to find is the, the Batman that laughs. Is um, it? That is the hard figure to find. You're, you're not going to be able to find it. But you're going to find it on eBay, but they're going to sell it for $11 billion. Because all the scalpers want to do is make money off of you. Because they know you're going to want it. Well, guess what? They are sustained by our tears. They are. Let's say you're looking for that figure. You know what you do? You get onto your old email account. You send a, a little email to justusnerdspc at gmail.com. T- say, hey, Chris, Jay, I've been trying to find this figure. I can't really find it. Well, you know what? We have another job. By day, this is what we do. But by night, we are your toy Toy bounty bounty hunters. hunters. We are going to try to find that figure for you. And if we can find it for the price, you know, we can help you with that. So we can take care of it. You know, you're probably going to have to, you know, work on on shipping, but it won't be as much. and, And we'll try to do it so that way we can get it to you at cost. Because we know what it's like. Because we've been screwed over by the man. We've been screwed over by eBay. That guy who's sitting there and he bought 70 of them when they came out. And Mr. The eBay, year, you suck. Because he bought 70 of them. Because he knows, oh, I'm going to make a profit off of these. Well, you know what? We're not going to stand for that. We're we not, are not. We're not going to We're mad it. as hell, aren't we, Chris? We are. And we're, we're not going to take it anymore. No, we're not. So make sure that you send us you know, an email and reach out to us. Um, you don't like the show? Go ahead. Just tell us you don't like the show. Tell us something new about it. Tell us. Well, we don't like your show. Well, do you have a show? I bet you don't. I bet you don't, yeah. But, but even still. If you did have one, we wouldn't like it anyway. Well, we might. We might like it. Yeah, we might like it. But still, if we got something wrong, let us know. We love interacting with you guys. We love, you know, this is this is a conversation. This it's a is, lot of fun, This yeah. is a, a, a group chat. This is Everyone is welcome to put in their two cents so that way we can take a look at it. Uh, by the way, just so you know, uh, 
almost all of the McFarland DC Multiverse figures available on Big Bag Toy Story, with the exception of uh, the Batman Who Laughs, Arrow, Hellbat Suit, and the Raptor all sold out on Big Bad Toy Store. But check out Amazon. Actually, if you're an Amazon Prime member, they're offering them for $19.99 and free shipping. Um, I'll do a quick plug just for I, on the side when oh, I'm absolutely when I'm not working and when I'm not hosting the greatest podcast in the world ever created anywhere ever. I also like to flex my artistic muscles and I do some artwork. So check out my page on uh, Deviant Art under the handle Mast Man 1978, and uh, let me know what you think. And actually, if you're an artist and uh, you know you'd like to submit something to us, please send it our way. We're going to put it up on Spider Gen's Artist Alley. Uh, and it can be whatever you can. If you want to do some uh, themed artwork with the Justice Nerds podcast, All right. we would love that. That's I what mean, I'm going to tell you guys. Yeah. I want to make sure if you guys do our logo, I promise you, it is either going to go up there, and we might have the ability to either turn it into some of our new stickers, our new T-shirts, our new you know everything that we get. We would love to see it. Go ahead and show us your artwork. We 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 love to see what you guys do. But if you do. Paint us like one of your French girls. Yes, and I promise you, if you do do it, we're going to make sure that it's known. Do you do? And we're probably going to, you know, put it up and, you know, have your work shown. Possibly, maybe, good more chance, than likely. more than likely. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, all right. This has been a lot of fun, but we got to get going. Um, this is all the time we have for our 56th episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. I got to hand it to you, buddy. You really outdid yourself. I never thought this shelter idea would work, but it's managed to keep us safe while we recorded an entire two-hour and 14-minute show. It, that, is a, that is a brachiosaurus size show, <laughs> if, if I'm going to be on topic. Um, I, I got to admit, it's also been very cool just recording this with you. I always have fun with you, buddy. And, and seeing the animals uh, up close, it's been kind of cool. What did I tell you? You just trust in your old buddy, Chris. He knows what's what. Uh, Chris? Yes, Jay? What was that? Uh, that sounds like the electric fence powering down. <sighs> Probably just a glitch in the hardware. Just a few keystrokes and I'll have that baby purring. Jay? Have you been using the computer again to surf the web? Maybe? Jay! All right, I was doing some research online to prep for the show, and I saw this link for a news story about what the cast of Saved by the Bell looks like now. You wouldn't believe it. Well, I think you downloaded a virus onto this computer when you clicked on that clickbait, and now I can't get the fences back up. Oh, boy. So, how does Kelly Kapowski look now anyway? Not bad, actually. Uh.